Pods of Friends episode 72. Coming at you, we're talking NFL draft, we're talking NBA playoffs. The NFL draft snuck up on me, to be honest. Yeah, um, over the weekend, it was like, it's this Thursday, it's draft week. Here we are. Fun to be back. One it's of the fil- least hyped drafts I can remember. Yeah, I was saying the same. It's very little, outside of people that are super into it, like big time like fantasy football nerds and people that like scout players. Obviously, they're into it, but just like the general public feels, feels like a very down year. Well, there's no generational prospects. We'll get into that, but there yeah. isn't a Jadavian Clowney type of guy, Miles Garrett, no. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, you mentioned there's really no quarterback hype. And the quarterback class is as bad as it's been in a long time. Not only is it not very good, they play at like the best prospects from liberty mm-hmm. like no i've only seen like a few games of him. or is he we're gonna give our, our quarterback rankings but the consent right. eh, i don't know the consensus has yes. kind of shifted a little bit lately i would say it's still malik willis i see a lot of picket going before him either way he's from Pitt. Mm-hmm. so not exactly exciting the top of the board is less exciting than it has been in prior years so Whatever, I still love the NFL. We'll still talk about it. Yeah, I certainly have not been as locked into it. And I'm never like that locked into it. I'm more just like the skill position guys. And then I kind of just, the defenders and the O-linemen are like, sure, the the people that know what they're talking about say they're good. So I'll just kind of yeah, go with what they say. I'm not grinding tape, Yeah, if that's what you're getting at. I'm, yeah. But I've you know watched a ton of games during the season. Only seen Malik Willis a couple times, so, you know. We're slightly less casual than some of the people listening to this. If you just want a general I have a couple b- synopsis of who yeah. some of these guys are, some guys to look out have for. Have a couple, couple bets, a couple bombs to throw. Have a little fun on draft night. Draft night is one of my favorite events. It, we've said it hasn't had a lot of hype for this season, but round one, the Thursday, is always really great. I love watching it. One thing that I like better about the NBA, you don't see a lot of trades involving actual players that's just the nfl in general but uh yeah you don't see a lot of trades that really impact it's mostly draft picks on draft night yeah um there are some that happened prior to mm-hmm. but draft night that doesn't typically happen a lot like debo could get moved for picks yeah De- Devonte adams was moved for a bunch of picks russ was moved for. i mean so there's there's a lot of teams there's like six teams with multiple picks. A bunch of teams don't even have a first-round pick. And this has been the craziest offseason in the history of the NFL, so maybe Debo gets traded on draft night. That would be fun. Yeah, I could see it. Uh, they, for good reason, don't want to trade him. So I've been back. I assume you saw that video of him in that club. Yeah. They were holding up the sign of bottle service. Debo's like, coming, Debo's back, coming back. And he's looking, giving him the throat. So he's like, nah, nah no, I am not. No, he... What's the problem? Uh, I think he just wants to get paid more. Yeah, just pay him, and I think we're good, right? That's, yeah, I would assume if he gets paid like a top five wide receiver, he'll be fine. Yeah. It seems What's like San issue? Francisco doesn't want to do that. I would say by almost any metric, he just legitimately is probably a top five wide receiver. Um, I'd say probably no, but from five to eight-ish, right after that, outside of the top tier. In terms of... Guy deserves to get paid though. Who carries an entire offense? Did a lot. Makes Jimmy Garoppolo not seem like a piece of trash. Uh, certainly picked up the slack for George Kittle being hurt for the last chunk of year. Yeah, 
Um, so this draft is rare in the sense I said multiple teams have uh, multiple picks. The Lions have two picks due to the Stafford trade. The Jets have multiple picks in the top 10 due to the uh, Adams trade, the safety with Seattle. Whoops. I got a first round for that. The Giants have uh, – they pick five and seven due to the Justin Fields trade-up from last year. Um, the uh, Saints had a higher pick. They traded back for two picks from Philly, so they have multiple picks. Um, Philly has mul- – they had three in the first round. They traded two of them to move up. Um, so a ton of teams have multiple picks. The Rams, the Raiders um, don't have any picks. A few other teams, Seattle, as I mentioned. So really weird, interesting draft. A f- small amount of teams control the board. Seems like we're going to see a lot of trades. There's teams that have the ammo to move around if they want to. Um, usually you see trades to move up for quarterbacks. Um, I don't know if... Yeah, there's not like... A, there's. I think there's a few guys at a few certain positions that do have the upside that like this guy could be one of the top three at this position in the NFL. None of those positions are a quarterback. No, but there's a few guys at a few spots that I think could be like generational talents at yeah, their let's position. Get let's get into it. The first overall pick, uh, the Jaguars have the first overall pick. Six or eight months ago, it was like slam dunk Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon. It's like just freaky athletic, gonna just be a force off the edge. And then there was kind of the prospect fatigue, and that that you just look for things. Uh, that that you can ding him for rather than building him up. He's already he's been the number one pick for quite a while. A lot of motor, a lot of desire, a lot of does he love football questions, I think. Um, and that kind of coincided with Aiden Hutchinson having like the month of his life, beating Ohio State, having a, a couple big performances. And up until yesterday, he was – like minus 350, 400 to go number one overall. But we've had another shift since then, kind of a combine darling, if you will, from that um, Georgia defense. Trevon Walker is now the favorite to go number one. I'm seeing the uh, GM for the Jag. It's like arm length is like the separating. This guy has like 98th percentile arm length. Trevon Walker does? Yes. And Aiden Hutchinson has like T-Rex arms. It's like the 7th percentile arm length. And that's like... If you just go through the history, it's a good indicator of um, production and productivity for pass rushers. Alden Smith was a, was one that was a huge hit. Just freaky long arms. Makes sense. Keep guys off of you. Um, but yeah, Trevon Walker is, is now like minus 200 to go first. So a lot of movement. The... Jack, I don't know why they would be smokescreen. I mean, they have the number one pick. They have no nothing to... No. You got him. Who do you want? So um, I, don't, I don't know why if why there would be smoke if there's not fire here to, for Walker to go first. So I'm thinking that's where they're going to go. This is a classic philosophical drafting conundrum with these three guys you have hutchinson who is, is the, the like the three he's, he's the sure thing he's the safe pick he's the super high floor no attitude no off Day the field one. problems super solid player i don't see a scenario where he's just out of the nfl i mean certainly 
pan, projects to be a productive NFL player, yeah. but probably doesn't project to be like a Hall of Fame generational type of player, which at the number one pick, you usually want that type of guy. You have Thibodeau, who just every tool you could possibly imagine, but lacks the motor, lacks the drive, which is also arguably just as concerning as the guy who's maybe not as talented, but you know what you're going to get. Because I feel like you see a ton of some Kayvon Thibodeaux that you're like, this guy was out of the league in two years. He got drafted top 10. He was supposed to be the next coming, and he just didn't really care. Gotta love ball. At that level... All the other guys are Kayvon Thibodeaux too, so you gotta you gotta work hard. You gotta yeah. be in the film room. You gotta be you gotta be start focusing on craft and not getting by on yeah. speed and strength. You know, and then you have Trayvon Walker, who's just this raw piece of clay that's six like, six two seventy like broke the combine, runs a four three, does it all. But everyone's like, well, he didn't really have many tackles for loss. He didn't really have many sacks. He's he like was not very productive at all. Like really, ten total sacks in his career at Georgia in three um, years, and everyone kind of says well, his technique's not great. So with that's a little bit of a risk too. So it's very interesting. It's it's yeah. the it's really the three archetypes of why you should or shouldn't draft a guy. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, Thibodeau's certainly it almost seems like no chance to go number one, but yeah, uh, it's going to be He's Hutchinson, other way, Walker. Could be an offensive lineman maybe, but I, they just signed two offensive linemen, so be. probably not. Yeah, everyone early in the uh, offseason, they franchise tagged their tackle, so everyone they, seems uh, like they're telegraphing that they're going to be They signed them. another O-lineman's offseason yeah. free agent, uh, kind of a veteran uh, guy. Um, Brandon Sh- uh, Sheriff. Yes. Um, so th- that leaves a nice storyline for the lions at two. I don't, I would be at this point, I would be pretty stunned if they took Willis at two. Uh, there's an obvious need at quarterback and he's a guy that you wouldn't want to plug in right away, especially with a no. bad team around him. So golf is the, it could be that bridge, but I think the roster is just too bad to take quarterback at two. Um, and it kind of falls. If Walker goes first, a storyline of, Hutchinson's staying home. Yeah, taking the It's Michigan a good storyline. I think that's a slam dunk. You, they need edge. They just need good players. Um, yeah, you put the additional pressure on him, which is like yeah, I don't you're going to have pressure on you no matter what if you're a top five pick. And if you can't deal with pressure, we're just not a guy you we want to take anyway probably. So if you're yeah. concerned about that, then you're probably just concerned about the guy in general. Yeah, I think these first two picks are both edge rushers. I think these two guys are one, two. There is an off chance that they... I could see him trading maybe if someone just can't make a deal elsewhere and wants to come up and get Malik Willis, but I would be I'd be surprised by that. I think it's Ed Rusher one and two. Would you agree with that or you think they go somewhere else? Um yeah, I I really haven't seen anything else. Uh a while ago there was some uh talk about Neil the tackle going in this yeah. range. They took that s- seems to have cooled off a bit. Uh they I took Sewell last year. It's yeah, I think it's going to be Walker and Hutchinson in some order as the first two picks. Yeah, I think that's right. And actually Neil is not even really the top consensus tackle anymore. Aquanu from NC yeah. State's getting it's a, a clean lot of flip probably a lot of buzz around the league, I would say, but Aquanu yeah is from uh, NC State mm-hmm. is mm, this even has Cross from Mississippi State going over Evan Neal. So. Yeah, we'll talk about him in a second. There's people I know very really little about lo- these really like him linemen. and people that so oh, we'll talk about him now. Uh, Mississippi State Mike Leach he's had a history of tackles in the league not performing 
um, well due to his scheme. They have super wide splits, so the tackles are kind of out on an island. They pass every down. So it's kind of an odd adjustment moving to the NFL. There's been a couple tackles from his system that haven't translated well. So there's concern there, but he seems like a a really good player, a really good prospect, but that's the only real concern um, that I've seen from people. So some people are out on him because of that, uh, or at least have him third among those big three tackles. Um, the Texans, I think it gets more interesting here. Yeah, I well, think it's, the reason it's interesting is because they need absolutely everything. Yeah, they don't have a single pretty bad good think, player on their roster. Really. I think when you're this bad, unless someone wants to really pay to come up and take this spot, because you just will take players and more picks. I think tackles pretty safe. I mean, mm-hmm. just a building block. Also, you're going to give a try with Slovis. It sounds like. I think it makes sense. This is also an underrated thing that I think with these GMs, it's very easy to just like punt on a tackle and your fans don't realize the tackle's bad. Whereas yeah. if you pick a quarterback and the quarterback's bad, idiots like us realize when he's bad. If yeah. the tackle's bad, no one besides the, the nerds that are fan. watching the yeah. games are going to know. Like, Even the know. owner he's, of the team is going to be like, I don't he's know. He's big and kind of does stuff. I don't know. He's out there. He's gigantic. Yeah. I, I, when I watch a game, no offensive I'm lineman stands out to me tackle. Yeah. at all. No when chance. I watch out to a game, it never, unless the guy gets lifted, like, unless the guy's like pulling and he just obliterates a small yeah. corner, which every lineman in the NFL can do that. Yeah. You get got sometimes and you look good. You look bad. I, I weigh 175 pounds more than you. I'm just, I'm going to move you against yeah. your will. Um, I think that's the choice here. Uh, I, and I don't know anything about these tackles. Uh, from what I gather, Neil, again, seems to be kind of the safe, really solid guy. Aquanu seems to be just an absolute freak of nature. Yeah. Do I have that right? I would say that both of those guys are are pretty pretty damn you, not sure thing, but just pretty solid. Aquanu, yeah, is I think Neil might have played some guard too, but I think he'll be a tackle. Um, you're not taking a guard at three, but I think he he'll be. It might have been like his sophomore year he played some guard. I don't know, um, but I think it's one of those two there. Okay. Um, I don't know shit about tackles. I made a list of, in just my mind, like, to me, best players in the class, like guys that I think are going to be studs, and a guy that's going to go in this range that I just feel like is can't miss is Sauce Gardner. I think that's in play here. The corner from Cincinnati. He seems like he checks every box. He's big. He's physical. He's fast. He has long arms. He was productive in college. He played against Alabama, and he, he held his own. He shut down... Uh, I think he covered Williams most of the game. They put him on him. Williams was very ineffective. A guy who we we'll get to the wide receiver rankings uh, ranks very high for me in those rankings. Yeah. So he seems to me like in this NFL, he gives me all the all the faith in the world in taking him. This yeah, high. I think he's in play there. I do think they go tackle just because they want to try to support Slovis and give him a shot to be good in the NFL. But I. Th- think he's yeah a top five player in the draft a nice nugget little tidbit on him just like the exact opposite of Kayvon Thibodeau in that loves ball to the max yeah like never smoked never drank in his life just yes. grinds football is like a football junkie is all I've heard just rave reviews in interviews in pre-draft stuff just the perfect perfect prospect am i crazy that i get jalen ramsey vibes from him no okay no. okay i just want to make sure i'm not crazy because i mean jalen ramsey is 
long arms. One of the best cover. corners who's ever lived. Yeah, I do see that from him. I don't see also, any weaknesses as a corner that he has. Also, Sauce Gardner. Sauce are you Gardner. Me? Are you kidding me? That's a Hall of Fame name. Get him the jacket. Hall of Fame now. Name. Fit that man for gold. Print the T-shirts. Whatever team he goes Canton. to. Fucking brew the barbecue sauce. Brew the hot <laughs> sauce. Print out the labels. Yeah. I think the Jets would easy be easy money. I think the Jets would be sick if he went third because I think they would take him fourth. Yeah. Yep. Um, I suppose. Ooh, there was some buzz today for Jermaine Johnson. I actually know literally zero things about him. I he played for Florida State. You were telling me about him, and I too had never heard of him. I he, other I than just, just seeing his name on good, here, had like, a good mm-hmm. combine, very good athlete, and is rising up boards. So they the Jets like him over Thibodeau. Or whatever that's worth uh, is okay. what I've heard on on the internet. So take that for what it, what you will. I don't. I think they're looking. They want to get receiver to help Zach Wilson. I think they would take Sauce Gardner. I think they would take an edge. I don't know. I don't think they would go receiver at four. Um, I probably just let the board think they're in love with someone. I think the receiver class. I. Told you that I think it's very deep, but you are right that I don't think the top end receiver talent is really there. I think a lot of these receivers are going a little higher than they probably should. I think, yeah, I do think there are like 10 to 12 guys that I think are really solid NFL contributors, which is seems like a lot. I don't have a super great point of reference, but obviously, Jamar Chase is one of the best receiver prospects in the last decade. So to say there's no Jamar Chase is a stupid thing to even say because that's just pretty obvious. But in my opinion, there's But no, even the high-end guys... There's no, like, Waddle. There's no... No. Like, Devonta Smith. Here, let's... Give me your... Do you have a receiver, do you have receiver rankings? I really don't. Who do I you... Think, well, do you have number one? I... So... I would... It's so tough on team situation i think jameson williams is the best receiver in the, I do in too. the class by uh, if he didn't get hurt by a significant amount i think it's silly that he's dropping as far as he is and i've seen him in the top 10 but i've also seen him in like the 20s i've seen him in like not in the top five receivers his, which is insane is. to me yeah i i think he's i think he's clearly the best receiver he was the best player on the field in that championship game blew his knee out i don't know when he's going to be available but if some team like in the teens or like early twenties somehow, if you get him in the twenties, that's an absolute steal. The the Chiefs have two picks. The Packers have two picks. I don't know if they would come up to like the teens to get him, but it would be I would. A perfect. Fit. If I were them, I would. Both of those picks in the late. Yeah, I, I think that's possible. I think he's the best player, um, best receiver. After that. You want like my these, rankings? Yeah, these Ohio State guys. For some reason, I'm just not sold. I no. Uh, okay. I like them, but I, I don't love Olave. I think he's going to be good. I don't think he'll be great. I don't see a greatness factor. I think Garrett that, Wilson, I see I a think little that about bit like everyone. Garrett all Wilson, I see a little bit more likelihood that he's really good because one, he has like the four three speed on top of his great route running on top of great cans like. I think he's just a very, very, very solid wide receiver. Um, I'm trying to think of a good comp whenever I watch this tape. Uh, maybe like a, like a Justin Jefferson light. Okay. Which is obviously high praise, but high praise. in terms of that type of player. Uh, my number three guy, 
Arkansas, Traylon Burks. I really like him a lot because I love the burner speed, and I like guys that can create with the ball in their hands, make guys miss, turn short yardage into big yardage. I think that's kind of the direction a lot of receivers are going. I don't know. I I think, hmm. yeah, I really like him too. Just eye test, he looks modern. Really, modern NFL, he seems like he fits perfectly. I remember watching Drake London just West Coast late night watching him play. Dude passes the eye test for me. I was telling you, I'm low on Drake London. I too remember when I first watched him. Like, I this was guy's like, a freak. He is a freak. My thing like? is, what don't you like in modern NFL? Is there really like because in my mind he's like a pure jump ball receiver. He's not fast. He's not like super great in and out of routes. He's like legitimate. Like I'm trying to think of. There's not even that archetype of guy in the NFL in terms of high level. Like Mike Williams. That's like my comp for him. Uh, same school. The uh, from two years ago, Michael Pittman kind of reminds like me. like Mike Williams, Michael Pittman, and like neither of those guys I see ever being like all pro level guys like that's just not the Probably way the not. nfl is played anymore like if this was 2007 drake london would be surefire evans yeah mike evans i guess mike evans is like the elite of the elite at this type of thing but for me the final I, boss i really do think like smaller speed spread is more the move so i think for modern nfl that would just be the way that I would go. I think you probably like him under, as a top ten pick to me is. is I don't think he's aggressive. Gonna, I think him you is like sell the rest of his abilities. But that is he didn't run the forty, which tells me if he was fast, he probably would have ran the forty. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the plays in your head, the big plays he made are just yeah down the sideline, just. I'm bigger and faster and better than you, and he would jump over people. I just don't. Yeah, I don't, it's, I, yeah if that's the best part of his game, that's not as valuable a piece in the modern NFL as the other stuff, in my opinion. Um, it's a fine case. I I could see it going either way. He just popped when you. He was look at he, the college level dominated. Yeah, I just I don't think I don't know that I so Fair in enough. my eyes I think. There's guys that are like him. You know who I really like that I don't think is getting enough love is Alec Pierce from Cincinnati. I like him a lot. Because he's he's literally the same size as Drake London. He ran a 4-4. He's got a 40-inch vertical. He was incredibly productive in college. Uh, I was Whenever I watched some clips of him and I watched some people break his film down, when he played Bama, he was running by their corners. He was blowing them off the line, and then basically the entire second half, they guarded him with two guys because he was basically the only guy on the entire team for Cincinnati they were worried about. I like, I like uh, Alec Pierce a lot. I think he's not getting enough love. And the guy you're pulling up on your screen, I, I like, like a lot guy. too. Like if I'm going to take Drake London, I'm just going to take Christian Watson from North Dakota State because he is also six five, but he runs a four three forty and is a goddamn Megatron baby. Yeah, just I like a Christian giant Watson freak show. I like Christian Watson a lot. Plays North Dakota State, so the comp's not there. But in terms of tools, Calvin Johnson played at Georgia Tech. In terms of tools, Christian Watson's got everything you need. Like yeah, to me, I like him a in lot. my mind, I would rather have Pearson Watson than Drake London, and Drake London's projected to be like the number one receiver off the board, which to me is just wrong. Everywhere I see it's either him or Garrett Wilson first off the board. Garrett Wilson, I could like I don't know. Like Drake London, 
his ceiling is lower than Christian Watson's to me. What do you think about Sky Moore? Don't know much about him. Haven't watched him a ton. Yeah, he's he's more of a he's the really the opposite of these guys. He's a smaller, uh, speedier guy. Um, five ten, ran a four four one. Um, mm. a lot of a lot of buzz late in the draft for the Chiefs to replace Tyreek Hill with him. Think. I feel like if you're that Shifties. small, I'd want you to run even faster than that. But I don't. Yeah, I don't know anything about how he went plays, to Western so. Michigan. There's that's been, why I don't know who he is. There's a decent history there. They Corey Davis. They put some that conferences put some players in the NFL that have played well. He's as a first round. I just don't. He seems kind of Amon Ross, St. Brown, kind of slot, super quick. Good route runner to me, which is valuable. Which is valuable, but I just don't you can know find guys. You can find those yeah, guys. I just don't know. For me, I'm just taking these freak athletes, yeah, at incredible size rather than I just than this yeah. guy. Drake um, London is a guy that I'm low on. I'd say Alec Pierce is a guy that I'm higher on than most people. The rest of the guys, Jameson Williams, he's kind of a little all over the place, but certainly best or second best receiver in this class, in my opinion. Um. Yeah. Ooh, another guy I like that's a little further down. I like Jahan Dotson a lot. He again is a little smaller speed guy, but Penn super State? dominant. Penn yeah, State? super dominant in college. Very very productive. They've had some decent history putting mm-hmm. receivers in the NFL too. Fits Al- the Allen Robinson, fits Chris the mold, Godwin. High level speed. Seems to always be open. Okay. Makes big plays. Alec Pierce, Jahan Dotson, high on. Uh, if you're watching home, Christian Watson, name to watch. Whenever you see me, like, who the fuck like is that? Christian Watson, absolute freak show. I like him a lot. Could not put it together and just be a bad football player. That's always on the table. Uh, if he was just sure. an awesome football player, he would just be a top 10 pick. Um, but Christian Watson, name to, name like to remember. I think it's pretty easy for the Giants. I think they take... Whatever tackle wasn't taken, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Um, between Neil and Aquanu at five, they also pick at seven again. So, is there I could any see... potential at a quarterback? You think for no, the I think I don't think so. I think they're gonna see how this plays out, and then Daniel Jones is gonna be gone, and then they'll evaluate the quarterbacks next year. Uh, I don't think any of these guys are good enough to. Weren't taking. I think Daniel Jones is better than every quarterback available. I do too, but obviously, if you think Malik Willis could be good, obviously, like they're committed to Daniel Jones this year. But if you like Dan, if you like Malik Willis enough, maybe with your second pick of the first, I wouldn't. Maybe, maybe. Um, but like, I don't think they think Daniel Jones is their guy. I would assume not. No. I would hope not. If I'm a Giants fan, no. It is a new new regime. So Dable, Dable, and then the guy from Buffalo came over. Mm-hmm. I can't think of his name. The GM. Yeah. So we'll see. It is a new. There, there's no connection to Daniel Jones. I think they just let it ride, and try to improve the rest of the roster, and then see how that turns out, and then evaluate next year because there's just better prospects next year. Um, I think they take tackle, and probably I could see if Gardner's there, they could take him. They could take uh, an edge rusher, Jermaine Johnson. Kayvon Thibodeau is very – if you can get him at seven, that's a pretty high upside pick for seven. So um, I think those are all pretty standard. I think that makes a lot of sense. I have no idea what the Panthers are going to do. So they need a quarterback. Are they going to trade for Baker Mayfield? Are they going to they going to try it out Sam Darnold? 
Are they going to take Willis here? Are they going to take Kenny Pickett here? They're in a really shit spot. Because, like, you got to think Rule's just done. Like, unless he makes the playoffs this year, they're just going to – like, he's just going to get fired halfway through the season this year. So, it's so hard when you're in that sort of limbo as a franchise knowing what to do. Because a lot of these lower teams, they just hired a new coach. They're like, we're we're starting from the bottom. Whereas the Panthers had not high expectations, but certainly had expectations they wouldn't be picking in the top – seven of the draft this year yeah their quarterback who they gave up a lot of assets for turned out to be the bust that we thought he was you got an offensive coach and an offensive offense coordinator and not really a guy to pull the trigger to make those decisions so do you bring in a bridgewater type or do you draft a guy like this is this is around when the quarterback decisions start getting made um I don't know what they do, to be honest. Yeah, they I don't take, either. If if Thibodeau's there, if one of these tackles fall, I, I suppose the Mississippi State tackle there, they, they could use him. Man, I, they could take Derek Stingley. I, I doubt it. They they brought over. I'm going to guess they go tackle. Yeah. It's a pretty good class for tackle. You get the third best on, tackle in this they're class. They're corner. They don't need a corner. You're still getting a good guy. Try, yeah, they could go cross here. Um. I really don't know. I think this is the most interesting. I think this is the a real pivot point of the draft. This could be very well be traded. I, I don't know what what they'll do. I think tackle makes sense. Give me one second. I'm gonna make sure that our camera's still recording. Okay, dude, I'll vamp. I got this. Um, uh, if we're assuming the Giants take tackle at five, I think Edge makes sense. If Thibodeau's available, if Jermaine Johnson's available, I think those are the big four. At this point, um, I think the Giants are pretty set. I could, uh, I could see him taking, oh man, receiver if because they lost uh, what's his name, the little slot receiver, the Torres Achilles, Curtis Samuel. No, no, he plays for Washington. Oh yeah, um, the uh, Sterling Shepard, I believe, is injured. Who are you talking about? The Giants. Oh, the Giants. the Giants. I thought you were talking about the Panthers. Still, no. Um, Let's see. Falcons. Okay. This is around the range. Here's my take. Falcons, Seahawks. Real stinky. Here's the range where I think, in my opinion, the best player in the whole draft is liable to go. At eight? Around this range. In my opinion, the best player in the entire draft. This is about where, in mock drafts, he's about, it's about the start of his range. The guy that I'm incredibly high on that I think is going to be an absolute fucking star. Hmm. But hmm. positional value drops him down on the list. Um, so the Calvin Ridley saga, they need a receiver. Is So the past two years they would have taken tight end at four and receiver at eight. Yeah, kind of a yikes. They need mm-hmm. a quarterback. They need a lot of stuff. Atlanta yeah, they're in is, the same spot. They need Atlanta is sneaky, going to be picking first next year. They're yeah. bad. Yeah. They yeah. traded Matt Ryan to the Colts. Yeah. I mean, and they're trying to be bad. They traded Matt Ryan, so they're obviously not trying to win games. I don't know who you're talking about. Notre Dame safety Kyle Hamilton, baby. He was supposed to go in this range, and then he didn't run well at the combine. But... 
when you watch his tape, it doesn't matter. The guy's got He's football got speed. Tape too. I haven't seen a lot of it. I've seen way more good tape than I have seen bad tape. Ball skills, size, versatility. Guy can run any coverage you need him to run. The guy plays like essentially some nickel corner from time to time. The guy can play linebacker basically. He's the type of guy in these modern defenses that want to go small. You want as much, as many small, fast guys on the field as possible while also being able to stand up against the run. Kyle Hamilton fits that perfectly. Positional versatility. He's, the guy is generational safety prospect. He, There are about half or 60% of people that think that and other people that disagree very much so. I'm intoxicated. In the, in the, scouting, in the scouting community. Uh, he definitely has huge range, um, but there are there's at the same time bad tape where he he gets beat and doesn't play as well in coverage. I think he has that potential too. But there are some people I'm all in that I'm have planted my flag on the on the Kyle he Hamilton had top five buzz. Hype it's train. it's kind of like here's my thing: prospect it's, fatigue on him too. It's prospect fatigue and. If all it is is that he didn't run a good forty, and he ran what like a four six five or something like that, like a four six nine something like slow. that, that's slow, dude. That's slow. Well, here's my thing: when you watch the tape, he he makes up ground. Like we talk about this all the time. There's fucking John Ross spandex speed, and then there's on the field football speed. And to my eyes, the dude absolutely has football speed. He makes all the plays. I don't see a ton of him getting beat. He has crazy range, and his long arms and his size makes up a little bit for his lack of speed. If he was also a four-four and that big, he would just be the best football player of all time. But counterpoint, counterpoint, ready for counterpoint? Mm-hmm. People said the same thing about Isaiah Simmons. That's the comp. Yeah, that's the guy. And and he's just like been too. a ghost. Yeah, he's not fit in that Arizona he's scheme. He's a tweener. He's that small guy that doesn't really have a great role. Counterpoint to the counterpoint, another Notre Dame player, Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa, has fit very well in the Brown scheme and played in very well in that same sort of tweener hybrid role. So here's one thing to reiterate about all this is more often than not, more so than the guy getting picked, it's where they get picked to a lot of the times. Your situation and your fit with all these picks is basically 90% of your outcome on all this stuff. It plays a big factor, but Isaiah Simmons should be better, and it's a very, very similar profile in my mind. I think Isaiah Simmons was a little bigger, a He's little more of a box, a player, little yeah. more linebackery. Didn't show as much. He showed a little bit more of the. He was yeah, more in my mind like a linebacker that could play safety, whereas this guy is a safety that can play linebacker. In my opinion, that's fair. Also the. The yeah, the ball skills, the range, coupled with the tackling, you can just put this guy all over the field. He makes calling defense easier. Uh, I think it's in play. I think it's in play. All in on Kyle Hamilton, ready to fall flat on my face, but I would take him in the top ten. Yeah, he's got huge upside for sure. Uh, Falcons need good players, so um. They could go receiver. They have a glaring hole there, but they could also just stink. And is it worth taking a receiver? Take receiver, to throw them the ball. Take receiver in the second round. I think they're all the same. In a, yeah, in a I don't think ways. there's take a, a take a second round player. And also, if Jamison Williams is going to go this low, I don't do. Does Atlanta only have one first round pick? Yeah, they. Um, 
Maybe just trade down and take Jamison Williams, honestly. I think that's a spot that could trade up. So at 9 and 10 is the Seahawks and the Jets. Um, I think the Jets would probably be looking edge there. Hopefully Jermaine Johnson drops. The Seahawks are Jets very, could be looking receiver also. Yeah, I think they're two picks. They're taking receiver and edge. The Seahawks are interesting. I can't imagine they're going to go with Drew Locke. Maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know. This feels like... Where do the Seahawks pick? Quarterback nine. This says the Texans pick ninth. I don't think so. Am I? Do I have an old thing here? Oh, this is a projected trade. Don't do that in your mock drafts. You don't know shit. That's a projected yeah, don't trade. Be an asshole. Draft. Um, the Seahawks, they traded... So they had... Their pick is 10, who have the... Who the where the Jets are picking. Mm-hmm. That's the Adams trade. Mm-hmm. Then they traded Russ mm. I see. for nine. Yeah. This is the Broncos pick. So they're at nine. I think they're in play for quarterback. It would probably be Malik Willis. It ha- I... um, depends Very... on what they're trying to do. How how good do they think they are? If we're like trying to win games, then Kenny Pickett is probably who they take. If Let's they do quarterbacks. Planning for Let's the future. do quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. This is obviously... Because spent how more far time do they w- fall? Um, quarterbacks, the last... Last year's draft, quarterback went one, two, three. The last three drafts, quarterback went one overall. Quarterbacks go high in the NFL draft. It's the most important position. If a team has a guy, they fall in love with a guy, they go get him. It's just what happens. And no quarterbacks going until 8, 9, 10, 11 would be rare. I think that it is not outside of the realm of possibility. Probably not because someone will trade up. I don't think it's entirely impossible that we don't see a quarterback go until 20. The Pittsburgh Steelers. There's definitely an if Willis is on the board at twenty, they're taking him, I think. Uh, from all indications, they're quite smitten that they don't really have a lot of ammo to go up and get him. Um, but if he's there at twenty, they'll take him. I wouldn't be shocked by that, but quarterbacks you, you, go high. Do People you go get their guy? Do you have quarterback rankings? Yeah. How many did you rank? Like seven or eight. Okay. Um I ranked Seven. I really have only watched seven. So I'm trying to think of some guys I that I didn't seven. watch. Uh, the kid from Kansas State who's getting a little buzz late. I haven't really watched. The kid from Cal who I've seen get a little bit of buzz. I haven't really watched. Same. Um, who else have I not watched? So this kid that's sort of like an internet darling, this FCS kid who's like 6'8 and like 250 pounds. He led the FCS in completion percentage. He threw 44 touchdowns, ran for 16. Don't know anything about him. He was a four-star from Arkansas that transferred to uh, Southeast Louisiana, I think, is the name of the school. Was Uh, was there off-the-field problems? Why was he there? uh, No, he started as a redshirt freshman at Arkansas. Just didn't work out. Yeah, what's his name? Cole Kelly. Okay. K-E-L-L-E-Y. Stats-wise and shit, but I mean... Here's my thing. Like, if you're six seven two fifty, like you're just not gonna be able to move well enough to play NFL quarterback in this day and age. And he pass. ran sixteen co- touchdowns. I'll and probably again, pass. I haven't watched the tape. I don't imagine the sixteen touchdowns are all like quarterback powers on the one yard line. I'll pass. Uh, really, I think there's only there's five quarterbacks tops that could be NFL starting quarterbacks. Is this and the that's, worst quarterback draft in the history of the NFL? It's fucking bad, man. So, guys, I say that dead serious. This person I have seventh, the person I have seventh would not draft with any round pick of the would entire draft. Would draft with your picks. Would not draft with the last pick of the NFL draft. Okay. Who do you have first? 
I, I don't want a big reveal. Okay, what do you? Who's who's this number seven? You Carson mean? Strong. No I like him more than you. shot. He's good in the NFL. Also, found like out this today. You. He has like a degenerative knee condition. So like also him, like him less. Now. Completely out. Dude is an absolute fucking statue. As stiff as a board. Not accurate. This dude is Brock Osweiler written all fucking over him. Just a big stiff with a strong arm. Doesn't know where it's going. Can't move a lick. I have him ranked ahead of... I have uh, the Western Kentucky quarterback seventh. I have him sixth. So, again, him... Not his, super impressive. Not, like, wouldn't... His ceiling is... Him. Bailey Zappi's ceiling is, a like, backup. plucky backup quarterback. Like, Taylor Heineke, maybe. Yes. Maybe. Best case scenario, he's Taylor Heineke. Best case scenario, he's like Chase Daniel. You'd be smitten if you got Chase Daniel. With yeah, him as your pick. Yeah, just a nice backup. Uh, my, my fifth quarterback. Who do you wait? Who do you have seventh? Carson Strong. Oh, okay. Bailey uh, Zappi sixth. I have Zappi seventh. I got a take for you. Maybe you agree. Maybe you don't. I have Sam Howell sixth. Ooh, I'm a little bit higher. I think he stinks. Um, I don't think he stinks. I think he's probably not going to be a starting caliber NFL quarterback. So he stinks. <laughs> well, so he stinks. Uh, um, well, uh, here's the thing. Like, Sam Howell, where's he projected to go? Like, the fourth round? Yeah. Like, so for a fourth round pick, I would say he doesn't stink. I would say he's sure fourth round pick caliber quarterback. Sure. Uh, if you're expecting he's a starting quarterback in the fourth round. He's bad Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. Pretty bad. Uh. So, wait. So, who do you have seventh? Bailey Zappi. And then you have Sam Howell, yeah. sixth. And then Carson Strong. So, Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. I'll take the chance with just the rocket arm. That's all. Sam Here's Howell my thing, play. though. Sam Howell has a strong arm, though. He Sam Howell is way better than Carson Strong. I'll give you the... So, I have him fourth on mine. I have him fourth. Okay. Uh... He's way more mobile. He can move his feet. He breaks tackles pretty well. Uh, throws a pretty decent deep ball. Like he has some throws to pop, but like his mechanics are fucked. His mechanics are are, are shit. Like he doesn't. It's almost a well. point that people that I hear, it's like the fact that he has any good throws just proves that his arm is fucking insane. If he could actually have some mechanics. Uh, what everyone says is that he doesn't ever square his shoulders to throw. He's basically like, if you're watching on the yeah. camera, like my chest is pointing towards where I'm trying to throw, and He's I'm just trying to like throw the sideline, throwing everything yeah. all arm, not getting anything behind it. Bad mechanics doesn't um, anticipate well. That's not going to translate well to the NFL. Yeah, he's got like confidence. He's got kind of a slow release. Uh, Bad. Yeah, his intermediate throws are not great. He's like, but like a lot of these guys, it's like they can't make intermediate throws. It's like, yeah, they all fucking suck. None of them can play. Yeah, it's a bad class. I'll, I have him fourth. Well, I think all those things the mobility. True. He's fairly accurate. He's got a strong arm. Uh, another thing that I do like that does separate him is he's only twenty one years old. Whereas a lot of these guys are like fucking forty five years old, and it's just like. Fuck me. I'll take the... None of these picks are going to... like. I fourth, do have fifth, one of my notes. Round. Baker Mayfield type, yikes. Uh, all these guys are like fourth, fifth, sixth round, whatever. I'll, I'll take a lottery ticket on the biggest arm, I guess. I don't, I don't, oh, I don't want any of them. He's, he's terrible. I don't though. want any of them. He, I, he can't play. I can't reiterate. I Sam can't Howell, say this enough. Sam Howell is a better football player. If nothing else without the throne, like fucking Carson Maybe. Strong can't play. 
Uh, I got bad news for Carson Strong. He's terrible. Uh, so we got we and get, I could flip. We've come this, to our top four. The guy that I have, well, I had Sam Howell fourth, but the guy I have fifth, him and Sam Howell is like a wash to me. I have Desmond Ritter fifth. Desmond Ritter's better. Desmond I'm not even Ritter, a Desmond Ritter guy. The dude just can't throw. The I've dude, it's telling you that for like two years. Yeah, and I was like, well, I well, my whole thing with you was like, dude, he can run like a deer, which is true. That he's is very true. fast. He is faster than I thought he was. He's very fast. Can't throw, but he's not a good runner. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these guys ahead of him, uh, all the other three guys ahead of him are better runners. He's faster in a straight line, but he's not really twitchy. He doesn't make guys miss. He doesn't break tackles. He's tall and kind of skinny. Um, like whenever one of my first notes on here is like he's like really mature and like strong, it's like well, he, he's so not, he sucks. He's not a great thrower. He for a guy who's however old he is, like thirty five years old, he's like a old. seventh year senior, yeah, or whatever he old. is. Some of his tape, he makes some of the most Stevie Wonder reads I've ever seen in my life. He will fire that thing at a triple coverage. All four of these players uh, that we've talked about, I don't want any of them. No. We're arguing these all. back and forth. I don't even. I don't. I care. see some people like Desmond Ritter is like their second ranked quarterback. You're fucking stupid. I'm I don't out. know shit about shit. No I'm shot. Out. He's got a long release. He's old. He's not agile. He's fucking. For as fast as he is, he's got fucking stone feet in the pocket. He stands there, plants, does not bounce at all. Stuck in the fucking pocket. Doesn't really make anticipatory throws. Makes bad decisions. See all this shit. Yeah, no, I'm lower. I'm higher on Sam Howell. Like, Sam Howell's not this bad with making reads. Sam Howell makes his progressions better than Ritter does. He makes better decisions. I would say the arm town is a wash, basically. Both quarterbacks I don't love. Sam Howell, I would we have say all this to say these guys kind of stink. We don't want any of them. I think it gets interesting in the top three. Obviously, they're all the same for us. What order are they? What, who do you have third? Kenny Pickett. Same. Okay. Same. Okay, all right. Uh, Kenny Pickett, here's uh, average arm. I would say plus athlete for a quarterback. I'd say he's fast. I would say he's a good runner of the football. He makes guys miss. He picks up a lot of third downs, makes plays with his feet. But of these three, third. Yeah. Fair? Fair? Okay. Um, Go on. Um, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Definitely throws the fewest interceptions, makes the fewest bad decisions of any of these quarterbacks. Definitely the safest with the football. Doesn't turn the ball over or didn't this last year. Uh, I would say he's either first or second in terms of getting to his fifth read, making all his progressions. Uh, he's definitely got the most uh, – one of the best abilities of processing defenses and figuring out what he needs to do. Although – there are times where he's a little robotic, where it's like, okay. I go here, I go here, I go here, dot, dot, dot. He doesn't really play with creativity a lot of times, which is a gift and a curse. Also old. Very old. The oldest. Uh, doesn't really wow you with any plays he makes. Just not special in any regard, but the highest floor of any of these guys. Extremely. Highest or second highest floor of any of these guys. Extremely underwhelming prior to to this past season yes extremely underwhelming started the two years prior extremely underwhelming at Pitt. they he had an incredible supporting cast the was it the, the belenikoff winner was he from Pitt? what's his name george, uh, george either way an incredible supporting cast who are going to be ranked in the top 10 
in this next year, everyone's coming back. They're adding Keaton Slovis at quarterback, who is probably better. They're going to be really good again. Um, just very unimpressive prior to this season. And they played – their schedule was awful. It was like a – it was a group of five level schedule. The ACC, they had a really good draw. I just don't – a lot of production seems fake and inflated in a one-year, fifth-year player with small hands, say what you will – Small hands. Yeah, the hands, I think, is a little overblown. Yeah, it's kind of uh, funny to joke about on Twitter, but so it is what it is. In my opinion, like, the comp here is, like, he's got, like, a Mac Jones type of upside. It's, like, I think he's going to, like, Mac Jones is better than Kenny Pickett, but in terms of a guy that he doesn't, he's not going to, he's not going to make mistakes. Like, I would say best, best, best case scenario, he's, like, Alex Smith, which is, like, you know, not a superstar, but no. definitely a winning player. Like, I think Kenny Pickett is an NFL quarterback, whereas everyone below this, there's a very good chance they're just not in the NFL in a few years. Kenny Pickett, to I me, think I think he's got good enough arm talent. I think he's... Like, he has a chance to be, but... Good enough accuracy, and I think he might have the best footwork in the pocket of any of these guys. He definitely reads the rush better than any of these guys, probably. Um can extend plays. Uh, he's just everything he does is good enough. None of it's doesn't do anything poorly. Doesn't do anything great. Yeah, I'll pass. I'll pass. Um, yeah, where he's getting picked? Like if you're taking him like higher than twenty? No, I would not. I wouldn't take him in the first round. No. Um, the player I was thinking of was Jordan Addison. He won the Blitnikoff last year as a sophomore. Awesome player. They had a sneaky, really, really good. Uh, supporting cast around him, uh, which Sam Howell had the year before and when he was awesome and then struggled very much this past year when everyone left. So I think they're kind of similar players in a lot of ways. Just so can you pick pretty, reliant, size? pretty reliant. On, I'm just talking about just like yeah. big picture. Their production came in a very advantageous environment. I just... You could I'll, also argue maybe pass. Kenny Pickett had a really bad supporting because like Pitt was terrible. He could argue that maybe he wasn't productive because he was playing with really bad players before. Also, yeah, that is. That's, you could argue the, op- the the opposite side of that coin as well. I mean, I yeah, I guess I kind of am. Yeah. So yeah, Kenny Pickett wildly un- just I'll pass. Wouldn't take him in the first round. Where he's projected to go, I will pass. Matt Corral is two for me. You're Malik Willis is two for me. Malik Willis is two for me. So, the most talented thrower in this class is Malik Willis. It's not close. He's got... He's Hand got, cannon. He's got A-plus arm talent. And on top of, like, the strong arm, like, accurate. The good thrower, good mechanics, effortless gas. Like, one of those guys that you're like, just can flick it, and it is 1,000 miles an hour. Yeah. Hand cannon, like you read about. No, no doubt. Super high-level runner of the football. Like, running back-type instincts... Probably slower straight line than Ritter, Corral, and Pickett, I think. He didn't run the 40, but from everyone I've said, they would say he would probably have run the 40 slower than those guys. But in terms of, like, vision, there's Lamar, people that are like, he could, he, he could be a running back like yeah. type of stuff. That's probably just because he's black. Um, people are racist, maybe? People are racist, but, especially with quarterbacks. But it also does say that he has good vision, and he's a good runner, and he's built – He's got a big ass and he's thick and breaks a lot of tackles. Tell me more about his big ass. You want a you want a good stat? Yes. He had the most missed tackles of any player in college football last year including running backs and receivers. 
Yeah, I, I playing think at Liberty. It's a little run different, style feels Lamar-ish to me. Slippery, very twitchy. He does definitely doesn't have the straight line right. speed Just Lamar like has. Escapability makes makes it a little less high upside. Like him breaking a fifty yard run is a little less likely than yeah. Lamar because Lamar can run away from people. Uh, Lamar can beat people to the edge where he may have a little more trouble doing that. Um, yeah. Lamar doesn't break a lot of tackles either, though. Lamar's just harder to get a hand on at all. Yeah, he just doesn't just, get let him get just, close enough to have can't to break it. Ever touch him? He's good skill. A fucking snake with the ball. Yeah. Uh, the reason he's not, if you're listening at home, you're like, well, I'm hearing all this stuff. Sounds, Sounds like. Sounds good. Uh, one of some of the worst film in terms of making reads I've ever seen from anyone ever. I'm certain he can't read a defense. I don't know if he can read at all. Just like words. Like it's so bad. I don't know. Yeah. That's the other thing is like personality. He seems like he's crushing all these interviews. Yeah. He, oh, people he love like him. So kid. like, I don't think, I think he's just like, when I say it is one read and tuck on every single play. And sometimes, sometimes he'll just throw it if it's not open. And sometimes the first read is wide open and he will just stare it down and not throw it. It's crazy. But he's so fast. It's crazy how bad some of the decision making is. Yeah. Like, Holy yeah. fuck. Egregious. If, bad. If, at Liberty. At, like against That's the thing. And like when he played against like Ole Miss, which is like SEC competition and not a good defense. Fucked him up. It was nothing. Bad. It was bad. Zero production. And you could argue Liberty offensive line, Liberty receivers. I've also seen some like the scheme he was running was just as elementary as you could possibly imagine. Yeah. They didn't really challenge him to do anything else. Um but boy, the guy makes some absolutely piss poor reads. It's brutal. That's the that's the knock, and it's like as big as knock as you can have. And like it's, it's bad, bad. Sucks. Like he's got a super quick release, cannon for an arm, makes some throws. You're like, oh my god! Like no one else can do that. Yeah, but some of the some of the pro day workout shit just flicking the ball like seventy yards. Like I saw some people that said they watched every snap of his season. They said he made it to a third read like fewer than ten times. That's fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy. Against I'm bad out. defenses. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Mm. It's a concern. Here's the thing, though. It's like, they're, in theory. Is he that much worse a prospect than Trey Lance? Like, people were saying the same stuff about Trey Lance. And when people watch Trey Lance this year in the NFL, people were like, he doesn't really know what he's looking at. But in terms of, like, the skill set, it's pretty similar. And Trey Lance went third last year. So, pretty similar. Yeah. I don't know in the, like, the classroom type stuff. Trey Lance was extremely impressive in that sure. aspect. Sure. Um, and there was some good and some bad with him on the field in his first year. Uh, so, if you're uh, if you're a fan and you draft this guy, you should pray to God he doesn't start his first year because he will get absolutely ruined and he, in theory, he'll be broken. In theory, has everything you can't teach, and hopefully. One of the few things that you can really coach That's him up and improve like, on. Most times with guys like this, they don't have like he's very accurate, which is like not a thing. It's usually like he just big arm kind of dumb, but accurately at the accurate wrong as place. Hell, just doesn't know who to throw it to. Doesn't understand when guys yeah. are open or not. Yeah. Major concern. Why do you like Matt Corral? Great athlete. Underrated athlete. Great very runner good. of the football. Very good runner. Very fast. Very twitchy. This is stupid. Moxie out the fucking ass. I am. He's a, he's a I'm gamer. Certainly, he's a dog. I'm certainly for if you want to skip your bowl game. But if you're a quarterback and you're playing through an injury in your bowl game, knowing you're going to be a first round pick, I fucking love it. 
and he's like running dudes over. The other thing is like I assumed he was smaller. He's six two, like almost two twenty. In my head, he's small. That's why I just looked. That's NFL size, like big enough. Uh, from everything I've seen, has the quickest release in the class by far, which is an underrated skill set. Um, really strong arm. Pretty accurate, to be honest with you. And at Ole Miss, played like a super NFL-style offense. A lot of RPOs, a lot of play action. Some people argue maybe you rely too much on the play action. So if he doesn't have that as an option. A lot of shotgun. It'll hurt, but... Almost only shotgun. Um, throws off platform a lot. Throws from a lot of different arm angles, which if you look at all the great quarterbacks in the NFL, that's what they do. They throw from lots of different arm slots, stuff like that. Um, old. Yeah, not as Ish. old as Kenny Pickett, not as old as Desmond Ritter, but older than Malik Willis and but which the, is oh, fine. The I mean, other quarterbacks Joe Burrow was old. Are not NFL quarterbacks, don't give a fuck about them. Uh he's only 22 also, which is like for an NFL, not this that old. 23, but either way. Uh yeah, probably Just turn. turning maybe at whenever uh yeah, love his mentality. Uh Injury concerns, I guess, but I, I don't know. It's just uh, he had an ankle, which is like not just like a, a, a guy. You guy'd really like to teach him how to slide. Yeah, just like a too too tough for his own good type of guy. And in my head, the way he plays, you would think he would make more like Brett Favre cataclysmic decisions, which he doesn't really. He doesn't have any bad turnovers really. Uh, fits a lot of balls into some tight windows. Here's an underrated thing that someone told me that was kind of why I liked him more than Pickett is when he does miss. Because he's good and Pickett's not? Yeah, I think they're both okay, but Pickett tends to miss high on his throws, whereas Corral tends to miss low. And obviously high, high throws are going to end in more turnovers than missing low. Can't, but, can't miss high. Those uh, get picked. Yeah, Matt Corral to me, I think he's the safest guy of any of these guys. I think... Absolutely is gonna is an NFL quarterback. Um, are we gonna do our favorite hits and misses of our like personal? Sure. Are we gonna do those? Okay. One of mine was one I got right, technically technically, and one that I was wrong about was Joe Burrow. The I was right because I liked Herbert more than him. Close, but we'll take Herbert at this point. Did you like Tua also more than Tua? Him? That's the same. Also Tua. But I think at the quarterback position. Here's the thing. I think you're not crazy if you say that Joe Burrow is better than Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert has more arm talent. He's more talented. But arm talent is not the end-all, be-all of playing to, I'm quarterback. I'm trying to say something. Okay. I'm just, you know, I'm I'm a Joe Burrow dick writer. I, I know. had to get out there. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to say, on, I'm trying on, to say on, nice on. things. Go on, go on, go on. What a lot of times I for sure overlook, especially at the quarterback position, is that mentality, is the Matt Corral, Joe Burrow mindset, dog, guys will play for you. I think that's important at that position. Thing and I overlooked it. Corral, and a thing with really any player, is like fourth down game on the line, low heartbeat, Oh yeah, fucking ice in his veins. Lives for it. Total dog. Yeah, gamer. Hundred percent. Lives for it. Like, Very much like Burrow in that. In that of sense. all these guys, like Pickett. Pickett's a little bit that way too, uh, but he's just less talented. But Pickett is that way. I mean, he's. Big spots all year. Converted a bunch of huge third downs. Yeah. Was a very in the clutch. His clutch stats are good, but Corral's just a more talented quarterback. On top of that, yeah. I think, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I mean, with your quarterback, like, just a dude that's about it. And, like, you could see all his teammates fucking loved him. Yeah, that's well, he's, the Bengals 
they'll play for a fucking guy like Joe Burrow. Yeah. Play their heart out because he will put it on the line. He yeah. will take the hit. Dude got murdered in the pocket and just kept getting up. There, it just Dude just kept peeling his corpse off the field and getting back in there until he blew out his knee because of it. It's just then, you then, can't quantify. Then, you can't. Yeah. It, Matt Corral has that. Yeah. I, I'm kind of talking myself into Matt Corral just being a nice little quarterback. Like I think he is, too. I think the upside with Willis is there that you could argue he I should be over. I think the him. other shit is so bad with Willis that I don't. I think it's beyond repair. There's one thing that's egregiously bad, and it's it's reading a defense. So that's not going to get easier. I would argue that's as important as the other stuff, really. Like it's Carson in, Strong's it's got a good theory, arm too. It's but, very teachable. Like you can improve it, man. But it's from you're it's starting. Bad. You're it's starting bad. from such a bad position. Yeah. Like you know what? I'll take Corral too. Fuck it. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I'm so surprised that Kenny Pickett is like ahead of him on these on this prospect stuff. Like, I don't what what does he do that is better? He can be like mid and like get, keep your job as a GM. I don't know. How is Corral not that also? To I don't me? know. Like, I, I don't, don't want like Corral to me is everything Kenny Pickett does, but better in every conceivable way. I do not understand the the I Corral agree. hate to me. I agree. I do not get it. Uh, any other interesting player team comps or any not comps uh, uh, choices for the rest of the draft? We kind of went through the top ten or twelve. Um, I don't know about team fit. I haven't looked too much into that. Uh, I have made a list of players, players I think like. are going too low. Okay, everyone on Georgia's defense. Uh, Kyle Hamilton. We already talked about him. Yeah, you'll love him. Safety. Best player in the draft. I heard. Um, these three defensive ends, I've kind of like flip flopped all around. I thought Thibodeau should go for Hutchinson. Now I think Hutchinson should go before Walker. Like we said, it's it's a purely philosophical dilemma. There, Take a choice, basically. I don't know shit. Um, after Kyle Hamilton, the number one guy that I think is going too low, and the same thing with kind of Hamilton is that like positional uh, skill is like Nicobe Dean to me is a surefire superstar middle linebacker. A little small. This is what I don't fucking He's get. A little small. The NFL, all we're talking about is like, we got to get smaller, we got to get faster, we got to get more quick. The best linebacker in the country is small and fast and quick. Oh, but he's too small. It's like, well, which one fucking is it? What Do we want more speed or do we want big lumbering fucks out there? The best oh, linebacker yeah, in the country on the best defense in the country is fast and small and fucking moves side to side with the best of them. On a defense full of... First and second round picks. He, he stood out. Stood out. He stood out. He jumps off the page. And a defense that basically every player on that team is going to get drafted, probably seven of them in the first round. Yeah. Crazy. Like the best defense of all time. And he, other than Jordan Davis, stood out more than anybody on the field. Yep. Jordan Davis, also on the list going too low. A guy that I think will absolutely destroy your game plan. Just cannot game plan for him. Will require two blockers. Yeah. And makes the rest of your life fucking hell. Good luck running it between the tackles with that dude in there. And even like overperformed at the combine. Like yeah. he jumped off the page even more rather a outside fucking... of just like on tape, just game record, just ran wild numbers for as big as he is. A literal human refrigerator <laughs> that is fast as shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. I'm like I'm seeing him going like twenties. Like I think if he's yeah. there for the Here's Ravens, my like I don't know. Right? I don't know anything, but it seems like the NFL draft, especially, there's so many guys. It's like, it can't be this hard. Like, when you're evaluating, like, what do you think? Like, look at him. 
Look at him. What do you think? Uh, the Ravens, Who are you taking instead? The Ravens pick at 14. I don't think he'll get past them. I think he'll he'll go 14. Uh, guys, Jordan Davis, it's like as an evaluator, what could he have done? Poke that's, holes in just, that. What's wrong? It's just the – yeah, I don't know. What's wrong? He's, only, he's not a pass rusher. He can't play on third down. That's the – that's the rub. Doesn't play on third down. He's a he's a run stuffer. Well, we're gonna have a lot of third and twenties if he's our fucking detail. That's, that's all. I'm just saying. I know it's it's uh, that you're gonna draft in the top fifteen a two down player when you could take an edge, a corner. He's gonna be a receiver. sick for those two downs though. Yes, he was very very good for Georgia, but did not show the uh, the ability to rush the passer play on on the third down that's that's why that's why so uh, uh another guy we already talked about jameson williams going too low and that's just because of his injury had he not got injured he would go higher but to I, me it's like i think he would go in the top 10 to me it's like it's an acl like he's just not gonna be ready to play start the season and like but if you're one of these teams that's picking the top 10 you don't want to win you're not you're not good like who cares if he's not ready to play the first week you're yeah. trying to win the first week of the season you have you have to have the right the right GM and owner, and because like these, like the Panthers aren't going to, they can't like here's the, my, someone but the like Panthers you can situation. also be like you just punt on that pick and be like, oh, this guy's hurt, he's not ready, like I got to get another year. Yeah, that's maybe not how that works always, but to me, NFL he is, is about job he's, preservation. He's de facto the best talent, most talented a, wide receiver. Taking a player like that, basically punting on the first year, is not exactly. In job preservation 101. I mean, he's not going to miss the whole year. He tore his ACL, right? At yeah. SEC title game. What is that? Usually like a seven, eight month injury. Uh, I mean, that's nowadays. That's quick. And then you're nine not, month injury. I would say it's to be safe. Yeah, nine, eight and a half. Nine. So that probably just but him out the whole year. I mean, if you draft him, if you team. use that much draft he's, capital on him, he's also probably just quote, ahead of schedule, which is like it seems like everyone says. I he's don't know. freak athlete. He's moving around. I, I believe and it. Doing drills and stuff already. So. I don't know. Maybe he misses half the season. But either way, teams that are trying to win now, the Jets are trying to make a step. Like, you just can't wait. You need... Yeah, no, I get it. Um, he's just it's tough the be- to wait He's around. just the best receiver available. I would agree. He just is. If he was, if he didn't tear his ACL, he would go in the top 10. Uh, yeah. Um, another guy who yeah. got hurt that is a freak and seems to have a... Every coach that coaches against him is like this dude. Wrecked our game plan. He's an absolute... Freak of nature, had a terrible injury. David Ojabo from Michigan, oh, the D yeah. end, that was which sad. is fucking sad. He tore his Achilles doing workouts, Drills, yeah. doing workouts for the combine or for his pro day or something. Yeah, uh, I saw a lot of people were like, "These pro days are fucking stupid," especially for these defenders. Like, we're not gaining anything from this. Them risking an injury at all is kind of silly. Like. Watching a defensive end do drills and spandex does absolutely. Assuming they've for me. they've run, assuming they've, yeah, and even yeah, like if you run the forty, do that. But he he was doing like a yeah, like a, he picked dr- like picked a pass off and yeah, he's a pa- he's an edge rusher. What the yeah, fuck are we doing doing stupid shit? A lot of people are like, we don't need to yeah. do these workouts. I think he's gonna go in the first round still. I think someone yeah, in a situation where they can take a, a year off and get the fifth year option for the end of the first round, I think. Would be would be smart. He'll be a guy like two years from now that he's like, where the fuck did this guy come from? Yeah. And I'll just tell you now, David Ojabo, Michigan, absolute animal. Like, not totally out of the question. He's the best edge rusher in the class. Like, yeah, could happen. Yeah, he's going to go in the top ten probably if he didn't get hurt. Could I happen. Think. Um, I think my favorite player in the class is Maude Gardner. Yeah. Um, 
another corner I like is uh, Trent McDuffie from Washington. Another kind of long, rangy, boundary guy that plays pretty good man coverage like him a lot. Um, I I can't decide between the receivers. I just don't know. I'll take I'll take a flyer in the second. I'll take Christian Watson, Watson. Alec Pierce. They're I'll take the guys Watson. I'm taking stands Alec on Alec Watson. Um, Alec see. Pierce. I like him. Uh, one, I have one more guy on these guys. Go that I think are going too low. Uh, another safety, Lewis Seen from Georgia. Yeah, I think he's a freak. Four three speed at safety is a fucking cheat code. Yeah, you got any running back takes? Uh, I think Brees Hall is really good. He seems to be close to kind of the consensus best running back from a yeah, lot of him people. or Kenneth Walker. I think those two have separated themselves. I would others. say Kenneth Walker after he ran a four four forty would be the number one running back for me on my board. If you're yeah. if you're a fantasy guy, uh, if he gets in the right spot, I think Kenneth Walker could be a very effective running back straight off the gate because he was not only a freak athlete, but incredibly, incredibly productive at Michigan State. I think him and Brees Hall are definitely the two best runners. Uh, everyone yeah. else, yeah. Doesn't seem like there's a lot of steam for a running back in the first round. No, I don't. I would be shocked. I don't. Because, I mean, yeah, Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker, they don't really jump off the cha- page in any way. No, I mean, fucking Jonathan Taylor went in the second round, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. He's much better than these guys. By a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else on the draft? Do you want to talk a couple our misses and our hits here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do that. Uh, one thing that I keep seeing, a bunch of people are saying, and this guy keeps skyrocketing off draft boards, but every single person that I see that evaluates players is saying this tackle from Northern Iowa is bad, but he keeps... He's bad? Yeah, I'm really? seeing a bunch of people that are like, this dude... Is, is that this Pinning? Feet, Trevor yeah, Pinning? Trevor Pinning. They're saying his feet are bad, he's slow. I saw someone call him to Kyle get, Turley. He's he, extremely mean. He like does weird shit before the game and he gets fired up. He watches like Saw before the game. He's like a mauler, real mean, to me, strong hands. Mean is like, are you athletic? Can you move at all? It's like that, everyone in the NFL like is fucking physical, mean. Like physical and very strong. My, what I'm seeing is like he just doesn't have the lateral speed. Like guys with the, speed are just going to absolutely blow him off the fucking few, line. I've seen a few people that like him all right and then a few Like I saw concerns. him going like 12th, Ugh. which I was just like, I've he played in Northern Iowa and you're saying he has slow feet. I I've just seen him screams, going the 20s. screams bust to me. Yeah, Trevor Penning, Northern Iowa tackle. Yeah, I've seen a lot of like highlights. It's like, oh, he's mean. He like lays on people and yells. And it's like, well, if you can't even get a hand on me, then I don't really give a fuck. Yeah, everyone in the NFL is a little bit mean. Like being mean, I don't give a fuck about that. We're all professional athletes. We're all gigantic freaks. Yeah, no real strong takes. I've heard some, mostly lukewarm. Some good i'm just saying i feel like he just keeps going up draft boards which is surprising to me i've seen devin lloyd ahead of nicobe dean just kind of utah linebacker yeah. yeah i don't know more much about a, devin lloyd but a bigger more physical run stopper type Nicole, guy just can I'm play in the past a little bit. yeah just not going to take a linebacker before nicobe dean if it's me yeah that's fair a player that i will Kobe Dean gives me big Devin White vibes for the Buccaneers. Yeah, good player. One of the best linebackers in the best league. Best middle linebacker in the league, arguably, on whenever they won the Super Bowl, the best defense in the NFL. Yeah, very, very good. Um, that is a good comp. I like that. Pretty fast. Um, a player I'll hang my hat on for the rest of my life. After- we're going to players we thought were going to be good? Yes. We're going to misses or hits? Or hits. 
I don't. I didn't. I didn't do any hits. <laughs> I have. I have a few hits. Okay. I'm gonna hang my hat on them for the rest of my life. Playing that bowl game at Michigan State, I said Le'Veon Bell is a Hall of Fame running okay. back. Okay. I don't and think I he's fucking, gonna be. I don't think he is either because of the end of his career how it went. Really good. Dude running was back the best that. running back for like three or four years in the NFL. Yeah. Dude yeah. was nasty. Yeah. Really good. Playing that bowl game for Michigan State when he had like 300 rushing yards. Yeah. I said this guy. I've never seen a runner like this. He's incredible, and he was. He turned out to be incredible. Yeah, he, well, he was pretty awesome, good. awesome running back. And then kind of kind of lost the plot a bit, but mm-hmm. I was right. You, were. I'm going to hang my hat on that for the rest of my life. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, I've already talked about Herbert over Burrow uh, as a hit, and on that same draft, those three quarterbacks um, would have taken two over Burrow as well. So one hit, one miss. You can argue. If the hit really counts, it's only a couple years in. But one's been to a Super Bowl and one hasn't. Okay. Um, another, I'll go through a few hits that are just like kind of funny or whatever. I knew Drew Locke stinks. He played at Missouri. Yeah, I could have told you that. Terrible. Um, DK Metcalf said he was good. People wouldn't take him because he was like three cone. Dude's three cone, dude. He went at the end of the second six, round. Six cones are four, two, forty. <laughs> He's I'll a say man this. mountain freak show. I was like, He's look at him. Look what he does. He's good, and I was right. Is there any credence to Christian Watson and DK Metcalf? Yeah. Like, dude, he's big and stiff. He's gigantic, and he runs a four two forty. Yes, yeah. he's six five. Runs a four three one. He's a fucking freak, guys. Christian Watson. Again, a lot of times, I feel like we overthink this type of stuff. Yeah. Um, the rest of my quote unquote hits, or I was right, are just saying that bad quarterbacks were bad. Yeah. Josh Rosen stinks. Mitch Trubisky stinks. Blake Bortles stinks. Manzel, Christian Ponder, Jake Locker all stunk. That'll get to one of mine. Could have told you that. I was all in on Jake Locker. I thought really? Jake Locker was going to be a star. I was Sh- like, he, he could sh- run, but he could run. He could run, and he could throw. There was a significant amount of time where he was supposed to be the number one pick in the draft. He was supposed to be can't miss. What? Early teens you or something? Eighth, I think. Eighth? I I was because Cam Newton went first, and I was for sure like you're going to be sorry. He should absolutely go before Cam Newton. Cam Newton stinks. Cam Newton can't throw. To this day, I was right. Cam Newton can't throw, but uh, nope. I was like, nah, Jake Locker for sure. And to be fair, he retired early due to some injury stuff, so we never know. You never what, got to see we, the full Jake Locker. He kind of just like I don't want to play football anymore. Yeah. Just kind of stopped playing. Yeah. Uh, so we don't know the potential Jake Locker had. I'd say it was, still, a, it was at a time in the NFL where we were transitioning to the Jake Locker type. You got to move a bit. You got to have some escapability in the pocket. And he was a little before his time. He was. He was. I still hold out hope that maybe I was a little bit right about Jake Locker. Okay. Um, and then again, another player drafted Tennessee. I thought Marcus Mariota was going to be a Hall of Famer. thought he was going to be an absolute superstar. Agree. I have him on the list. I was like... And it wasn't that I was anti-Jameis either. I was like, I think Jameis will be very good also. I was just like, this is going to be an elite quarterback class. This is going to be one and two. They're both going to be vying for – it's going to be Tampa Bay and Tennessee in the Super Bowl in a few years. These guys are both animals. I have him on my misses too. Thought he was going to be sick. He's a weird one because his first two years he was good. And then he just like was bad. Yeah. He had a a weird motion. Well, why? He was like 25 touchdowns, six interceptions his second year. Like, what happened? Yeah. What changed? Yeah. I didn't write this down. Maybe he'll have a little renaissance in Atlanta this year. Maybe he'll he'll set the world on fire. That could be okay. He played some got some snaps for the Raiders a bit. He could still move. I don't know. The motion's not great though. Yeah. 
Um, speaking of the motion, it's not great. I didn't write this one down, but Vince Young, my one of my favorite players ever. I will also hold out on this, that Vince Young's ability to play football was not the reason it didn't work out. Vince Young's brain was the reason it didn't work That's out. That's Vince Young. But it didn't work out. And absolutely melting down and then becoming a fat slob is the reason that he was not bad. Either way, He I was, was the rookie of the year. He was incredibly effective when he played. Yeah. And then he just true. was booed probably for the first time in his career when he was 24 and just couldn't handle it. Yeah. Speaking of tough throwing motions. Yeah, it's... It was quick though, quick release, quick, but quick, is, but flingy and kind well, of side, side um, Again, who else? Piggybacking on the Vince Young, Matt Leinart. I was like, I was never a Leinart guy. I was like, Cover Boy, fucking Tom Brady, fucking yeah. Just you can build a franchise around a Matt Leinart. Given I was nine years old or yeah. however old I was, he was but, cool. It and was Reggie like, Bush running the world. Yeah, this dude's dating like fucking Paris Hilton yeah. when he's in college. Like, sweet. He's got it all. Yeah, he's got it all. He really did for like three years. He was. It was like Carson Palmer. He just worked out. He's sick in the NFL. Yeah. He's going to come right back behind Pete Carroll. Just he's got an absolute factory. No doubt. Liner's going to be a stud. He was um, not. Another quarterback, a more recent one. I wasn't totally sold. Same draft as um, as Mr. Trubisky. Wasn't totally sold on Deshaun Watson right away. Okay, I was I, I I was like first quarterback off the board, like can't miss this dude's a fucking star. Yeah. I was all in I wasn't on sold on the on the throwing, but he's another guy, Just Moxie, total winner. winner, yeah, winner, same type of mentality, yeah, rapist. Um, so what? Confirmed bad guy. So who's yeah. the real winner? Yeah, here? maybe you. Maybe were I right. didn't miss. Should have been out. Yeah, it's maybe a giant piece of shit. So. Yeah, maybe definitely. That's not good. Um, a couple weird ones. Um, I thought Carrion Johnson was going to be sick. Carrion Johnson, okay. Uh, played at Auburn, got drafted by the Lions, and just kind of went. Has speaking of degenerative knees, mm-hmm. just couldn't stay on the field. Really thought he was going to be good. Wasn't. Um, Tavon Austin. Yeah, I mean everybody. Everybody thought Tavon the, Austin was going to be sick. Our, my Rams drafted him at eight. Still the greatest highlight tape of all time. I was like, how could this miss? He's yeah. electric. Yeah. Just giving the ball. He can he returns punts. He's taken yeah. into rounds. He's Debo Samuel before Debo Samuel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. So we missed there. Um, to this day, I'm still taking Justin Blackman in the top 10 of that draft. You remember Justin oh, Blackman? Yeah. He was, I mean, and again, like, I don't think we were wrong. The evaluation of his talent, I don't think it was incorrect. He was just an absolute disaster of a person. Yeah, real shithead. An absolute shithead. Like, yeah. your evaluation that he was a good football player, I don't think was incorrect. He was I think just you're right. an absolute fucking idiot. Like, he played like five games in the NFL. He was just suspended the entire time he was in the league. Yeah. He is Josh Gordon-like, but he never had like the one season to be like, see? He had like 1,600 yards. Yeah. Look at this. Still sold on his talent. I think he's sweet. Um, shout out Illinois. Aurelius Ben. I had him on mine, too. I don't understand. He, he just, was in the second round, like pretty early. Dude, like 40th he was like, overall. He was the number one recruit in the country when he came to Illinois. He was, he was so a sick blue chip. Yeah. He was a star. He was toolsy as hell. He was out of the NFL in like three years. Yeah. Crazy. That's a miss. What happened? That's a miss for me. What happened? I don't know. I don't uh, know. You have any other ones? That's most of mine. <laughs> I remember, oh, uh, this one's as bad as it gets. I remember in 2014, I was a St. Louis Rams fan. I was like, Aaron Donald, this dude is tiny. What the fuck are we you doing? Tell me this guy plays tackle? This he's dude's sh- fucking 5'10". He's short. I don't care if he's fast. He plays tackle. Dude, this he's dude's short. bad. We should have taken fucking 
I don't know who went after him. I was like, he's so, he's oh, just, I remember. I was like, Odell went the pick before. I was like, we need a receiver. I don't want fucking Aaron Donald. What the fuck? And then the next year, another one of these picks. It's just like, oh, Kevin White went ahead of us. We if we'd got Kevin White, we, we would have been great. Some talent on the perimeter. We needed Kevin, Kevin White. White. I uh, want a short running back, Todd Gurley. That's not going to work. Yeah, in the top ten, and the and the <laughs> Todd Gurley. I didn't like the Gurley pick either. It's too. It's still too early for a running back, and he was very good for the Rams. Yeah, I got us. Got got them to you know play in the Super Bowl because of him. Um, yeah, he wasn't uh, there. Uh, let's see what else. What else? Anybody what else? else? Trent Richardson thought he was going to be a star. Whoops. I was never yeah all in or anything like that on him, but yeah, that was that was a weird one. Uh, especially like Mark Ingram was right before him. It's just like it just, just makes him. sense. You're just him. You'll just be Mark Ingram. Yeah. Uh, Goff and Wentz, I was out on both of them. I was like, nope, not feeling it. I didn't have many strong takes. I know they gave up. Jared Goff a is no, shitload. Jared Goff is the number though. one pick. I was like, no shot. If I've never heard of this guy and he's going to be the number one pick, that tells me something. Uh, Quarterbacks go high, dude. Thought Josh Allen was going to be terrible. Thought he was going to be an absolute disaster. To be fair, was. Yeah, his rookie year was really bad. First two years were shaky at best. Yeah. And then he was like, nah, I'm just sick. What an anomaly that is. Yeah. That never happens. No. Ever. People don't just like add 15% to their completion percentage. She's That's like, gonna, no, I got it now. You're going to, we're going to, people are going to draft some bad quarterbacks too high because of Josh Allen. Carson Strong. He's not going to go high. No, he's not. And Josh Allen's an incredible runner. Yeah, he can run uh, real good. Carson Strong. He run good. His knees already don't work. So. Yeah. Yeah. Who has who has worse knees, me or Carson Strong? Probably him. That's that's tough. Uh, that's bad news. Percy Harvin. Yeah. Although it's okay. More more injuries rather than yeah, he was, than his ability to play football. Touchdown Super Bowl. Yeah. People forget that. Uh, Jeremy Macklin thought he was going to be an absolute okay, stud. Though. Yeah, but I thought I thought he was going to be like all pro, like always all lo- world. Always loved Jeremy Macklin's name. Always yeah. loved Jeremy Macklin. That just yeah. rolls. Uh, USC safety Taylor Mays. I was like, this yeah. dude's Ed Reed. This dude's Sean yeah. Taylor. He's hard hitter, fast. Was always like a ninety nine overall in the video games, and then just kind of sure. was like a journeyman rotational safety in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, Manti Teo thought he was going to be a Hall of Fame middle too. linebacker. Yeah, he thought he was going to be a stud. Yeah, the uh, the whole fake girlfriend thing. What a fucking what saga a... that is! What someone's got to write a thirty for no thirty about that. No shot that happened. When was that? Mm, I was a uh, junior in high school. I think so. That'd have been like 2011, 2012 probably. Imagine. Like... Well, I'm trying to think. Did was he on the team when they played in the national championship against Alabama and got they lost? Killed. Yeah, he was on that team, yeah. so that would have been 2011, I think. I think you're right. 2011 or 2012. Imagine if Twitter was at the peak of its powers when that show. That was one of the wildest stories I've ever seen. He said she died. They talked about that on College Game Day a bunch of times. Yeah. What happened there? He had some girlfriend on the internet that he never met who, I guess, I've, told him that she died, or the person running this account told him that she died. I have a similar story. Okay, go ahead. Basically that. There was, Does it happen to you? Yes. What? Yes. I would have been in <laughs> sixth or seventh grade. Okay. And it's the peak of like MSN and shit, you know? And... 
I someone that was in my grade, my class, like made someone up. But they didn't f- tell you that they died. Yes! <laughs> uh, explain. What do you mean explain? How did this go down? She what, was give like... Me, give, give, me the, give me the full... Start from the top. Uh, this, girl's, this girl's in my class. MSN's popping off. And she was like, hey, I have this friend that lives in like an hour away. She thinks you're whatever, you're cute, whatever, blah, blah, seventh grade shit. And... I start talking to her on MSN. We start chatting, and it's just this girl from my class. Mm-hmm. And then that happens for, I don't even know, a couple weeks, a month, or, you know, we're just chatting. I think this person's a friend of a classmate, and she just, like, bailed on it. It was like, oh, yeah, she died. <laughs> Swear to God. Swear to God. And my classmates were like, before she did that, was like, dude, I don't know about this. Yeah. yeah. I don't think this is real. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're just jealous. You don't know shit. No, it was, uh, it was tough. Yeah. No, that is tough. Uh, I was like, you got to ask for I was like 11 or something. A consistent flow of, of pictures of the person. <sighs> now it's like, it's so sus. Really it's, funny it's, when you. Uh, yeah, when you no, about it's it. funny, and it happened at that age. It's like it's a good lesson to learn, I guess. Yeah, uh, really. Don't trust anyone ever. Um, no. Yeah, fucking. I mean, literally the best defensive prospect in the world. Like, just yeah. had a fake girlfriend. That, yeah. and also there's some talk that he was lying about it. Or, yeah, I don't it was know weird why he would lie about. No, that. I don't know. As, uh, but anyways, I'm the Manti Teo of my junior high. That rocks. Yeah. <laughs> That fucking rocks. Uh, Pretty funny. Yeah, that's really all I have. Ooh, Don Terry Poe. Do you remember him? Really? You had a strong take on him? He was much like Jordan Davis. Like, this dude's the biggest human I've ever seen He's in my house. life. There was a game where he blocked a game-winning kick. He just, like, it seemed like something out of a movie. Like, we're going to put the big fat guy in there. He's going to bowl over five guys. And, and he he's did it. Roll right up the middle yeah. and block this kick. And he did it. Yeah. Uh, and he caught a touchdown in the NFL once that was cool um that was cool so you're probably right uh, i think that's a hit he like played in the nfl but i was like this dude's warren sap he was not but right. uh <laughs> it's, it's warren sap <laughs> exactly not quite warren sap but right. yeah it's i don't have for the... much more nfl no i think i've gotten all my takes off we've gone a draft. while uh any quick NBA stuff? Yes. Okay. I don't yeah. give a shit how long this no, goes. No, I got to get this. We're talking about the NBA. Off. We're uh, recording this. What is today? Monday? Tuesday? Nets just got swept. Like it's a, Monday. A few hours ago. Yeah, Nets just got swept a few hours ago. You said you had some things you want to talk about. Please. So the things Floor to talk yours. about. There's three things to talk about. How good is Jason Tatum? <laughs> what do the Nets do next year? What does this mean for Kevin Durant? What does this mean for his legacy? Does this hurt in any way what you think of Kevin Durant? Yes. Explain. It's tough with the injuries. I'll give him that. Like the most daunting career-altering injury any sport to come back from that and to be what he has been has been impressive at 33. But I think to – although he beat him twice, to put him – in a tier with LeBron and some other all-time greats, it's a little shaky now. At 33, LeBron James dragged an abysmal roster to the finals and lost to one of the best teams of all time. 
you could argue he didn't play a player that was anywhere close to the caliber of Jason Tatum. Probably. That could he be also didn't play with a player close to the caliber of Kyrie. What was that, Kevin Love. Kevin Love and like J.R. Smith. and That was when he left, right? 2018 is the season you're talking about? The season after Kyrie left? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, did he really even play with Kyrie this year? He was on the court for these games, but like Kyrie is just as flaky as flaky gets, as unreliable. Like, if you're the Nets, like, what do you do? Like, because if you just let him walk, he's an all-time great Hall of Fame, like we saw in that first game what he's capable of. But at the same time, if you sign him to a multi-year deal, we just can't trust that we're going to get anything out of you. Like, it's incredibly likely that year two, he's just like, I don't want to play anymore, I retire. I'm going to go live in fucking Cambodia with the fucking with some fucking monks. I don't like, think the NBA and NBA franchises are in the business of letting assets like that walk for nothing. The other thing is, like, I was going through Trade Machine. Who, who's going to trade for him? No, I just mean, like, walk in free agent, just, like, leave without... I get like, that. Like, they'll offer him. They will, and that's what I'm saying. It's, like, it's such a tough spot for them. Like... You think you just have to, I guess. And, you do, and try but to that's improve like, the rest of the roster. There's around those not two. a good outcome for the Nets in this situation. I don't think. Like maybe Kyrie plays 80 games and yeah, he's I think, just good. I think with a, I don't see that ever happen. I think with Durant and him next year with a revamped roster, maybe Simmons plays. I don't know. I think you could try it again. I think there's a strong chance Ben Simmons never plays a game for the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, I think that's on the table for sure. You want some fake trades that I came up with? Yeah, three teamer. The Brooklyn Nets receive Rudy Gobert and Julius Randle. The New York Knicks receive Kyrie Irving. The Utah Jazz receive Ben Simmons, Cam Reddish, and draft picks. What a weird Nets team that would be. Durant, Gobert, Randle. That's kind of gross. KD, Bruce Brown. Yeah. Patty Mills. Yeah, it's kind of a gross need team. Need some more scoring. Um, why would anyone trade for Ben Simmons? I don't know. Yikes. What is that dude's deal? Talk to me about Stephen A. You said you... Like, so... What he's saying is not wrong, but to... Do I, in my heart of hearts, believe that he's faking this back injury? Yes. But to go on ESPN, a very public platform, and... Call him, like, Absolutely a assume coward. and call him basically a coward piece of shit that should kill himself. He didn't say he should kill himself, but he's That's just like... He didn't say that. He obviously didn't say that, but he's like, you're absolute fucking scum, and I hate you with every fiber of my being. Not like... His back could be hurt. I don't think his back was hurt enough tonight that he just didn't come to the game. That seems pretty convenient that tonight is the night your back really flared up. Uh to me, it's just a little aggressive from Stephen. It a. probably was. It's a, it was. It just got a little beyond basketball and a little like it you're an personal. absolute piece of shit person. Personal. I don't like. It's like you'd never spoken to Ben Simmons before to say he's like a piece of shit and you hate him is a little weird to me. It did seem a little personal, but he's does he deserve said, criticism? Yes. As I said, that's the business he's in. Yeah, but it's just like Stephen. A. It's like, but at this point, it is the business that he's in. But like. In my opinion, and maybe it's just like people on Twitter, but it's just like everyone knows it's just all an act. So it's like, at what point? They still tune in at, for it, though. At what point That's, does it get to? It's like, 
we all like get its jokes. So it was like, are we? Is he almost being ironic? Which is like almost even cooler, I guess. So maybe he just could keep doing maybe. it. It's a very strange, I don't know, philosophical thing he, with him and the Skip Bayless of it all. It's very. I strange. thought he was a little harsh, but and with the Kyrie stuff too, it's like he's the most unreliable player in the history of the NBA. It's like I guess. Yeah, he was unreliable. That's Ron true. Artest went in the crowd and beat the shit out of a guy. Shouldn't have been standing there. Fucking Shouldn't plenty of guys just blew their entire careers up their noses and fucking... He shouldn't have, he shouldn't have threw shit at him on the scores table. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Um, it's just, I want your take on the Durant. So I, I, He's still an all-time great to me. He's It doesn't... I think Kevin Durant was put in an incredibly impossible situation this year. I don't think this year could have had more bumps in the road than it did. There couldn't have been more distractions. The fact that he had any type of season at all, he also had... A fairly bad injury, and I do think it is just time to admit, like, LeBron poisons your mind, and maybe he just gets a little worse when he's 33 years old. That's I've never not seen uncommon. him look like that. That's not uncommon. He got also, dominated. Also, maybe we should just be giving credit to Jason Tatum am. rather than detracting yeah. from Kevin Durant. Because if we redraft the thing is, we just did, yeah. I'm not taking anyone but him after Giannis. Okay, okay. This is an exercise I wanted to do. Um, I'm just going to read off players. You tell me, right now, is Jason Tatum better than they are? Right now. Not like, for 10 years, do I want him? Right now, better basketball player. Um, you could read those names before you just make it really short. Uh, I'll just go fast. Because I think the people at home, they'll have, obviously have different opinions. So I'm going to read a lot of okay, names. Okay, go ahead. Paul George. Tatum. Trey Young. Not even close. Uh, some of these people are injured, so assuming they're 100%. Damian Lillard. Not even close. Anthony Davis. Not even close. John Morant. Closer, Tatum for sure. Jimmy Butler. Tatum. James Harden. Not even close, Tatum. Devin Booker. Getting closer, still Tatum. Chris Paul. Tatum. Luka Doncic. Now we're talking Tatum. We could have made this really short. Giannis and then Tatum. Best player in the entire NBA? Yeah. Giannis and then Tatum. Jason Tatum just fucking owned Kevin Durant for four games. Who was, who's the de facto number two best? Fucking owned him. Sunned him. Both ends. He, Durant ended up scoring 35 or 38 tonight. Um, but... On like 30-plus shots, though. like wasn't, Yeah, he was firing up. He had no choice. They were trying to come back in that game. I've never seen anyone in Durant's career make him look like that. Yeah. Dude got owned. No one else. Giannis Tatum. Uh, End of conversation. Kawhi Leonard. Nope. Stephen Curry. Nope. LeBron James. Sorry, LeBron. Joel Embiid. Not right now. Nope. Nikola Jokic. I think... Those two are close. You could argue they do different things. Embiid brings a little more defense than Jokic, more playmaking with Jason fucking Tatum. Here's some things I will say. There are times still where, and this is, this is Jason Tatum played incredible. Jason Tatum is fucking a revelation this series. If I'm if I'm gonna like this is what we got to do. Got to poke do holes. It. Please do. Got to nit. Please do. Pick nits. 
in terms of like the overall like control of the game, controlling the pace, situational awareness, he does still have some fuck ups. Like the fact he fouled out in that game, like because and here's the thing, like with Jason Tatum, where he's at now, we're like comparing him to all time greats. It's like would Kobe have fouled out in that game? Would LeBron have fouled out in that game? Would Kevin Durant have fouled out in that game? I don't think so. I think they have the, the wherewithal. I don't think they make those decisions. I think they have enough presence of mind to understand, like, like guys like Durant and those guys, like, from the tip of the ball, they know, like, exactly how many possessions are in the game. They know, I need to score this much by this much. Like, I have this entire game mapped out before it even happens. And I think Jason Tatum, rightfully so, at whatever, he's 24 years old, still has a little room to grow on that. Yeah. And I... And if he just keeps playing like this the whole series, then yeah, like for, for the whole playoffs, I should say. I need Giannis he's, Tatum. He's all time. And so I mean, we're going to get it. Uh, it's going to happen. So <laughs> yeah, if Jason Tatum, it's it'll suck. I We need Middleton to come back because it'll suck if we have the caveat. It's like, well, he didn't have Middleton. So yeah. we. I need there to be no excuses in that series. I need it to be. Boy. Need it to be team that on team. Is hot. I will say with the Celtics. When Tatum was out, the scoring, it was they oh, were they, have, they were not This is not about not the Celtics. This is about Tatum. The def, the the defense that he, oh. the defense he was playing was intoxicating, impressive. just incredible, smothering. The best score I've ever seen in my life, blocking Kevin Durant. Yeah, I I said I was talking about the Suns up. defense, the Celtics have the best defense. It's disgusting. It's awesome. Right. Bucks have very good defense also. It'll be fun. It'll be a good very series. Good also. It'll be a really good series. If, the big if, concern is if you can take it out of Tatum's hands. If you can, if Tatum can do it with Drew Holiday draped all over him for seven games, then you think, he's really that guy. You got to think they'll try Giannis a bit on him. It'll be a mix. Uh, they got yeah, they got a lot of rangy, athletic guys. That can Holiday fits probably on better him. on Brown, but they'll probably mix Jim it up. Brown's not been very good. This no, place. he's not been very impressive no. at all. Really, he's no. kind of he. And I hate to always I like do this. Him. I hate to always do this because I feel like a lot of guys will play off over and be like, "Oh, I was hurt. That's why I played bad." Like Steph in 2016, he said yeah. he was hurt, and I was just like, eh, are "You he hurt or did stunk. you lose?" And then you were hurt. Um, yeah. uh, but he does just look a little like step slow, not as explosive as he usually was. A little like hesitant, kind of. Uh, it could just be me imagining things, but especially in this game tonight, he just looked a little not himself. Um, you, yeah, if, if like that's the thing with the Celtics, like uh, right now, t- Tatum, Tatum or who? Are you I'm asking, asking me you. the same questions? I think there's only uh, a very a handful still, of guys that you could consider. I would still. Uh, I would for sure have Jokic and Embiid over him still. Uh, and then I would have KD or him, uh, and then LeBron. We just watched it, but I've seen Kevin Durant do it for ever. Yeah, I've I seen Jason. Are... I've seen Jason Tatum not that long ago look bad. Beginning of this year, he looked bad. But the I get it right now. But trajectory, he's supposed to continue to get better he does this the whole playoffs i'll firmly have him i'll firm i'll be able to firmly move him ahead but four yeah, games is reasonable. four games is not that many games i think it's reasonable for 33 year old durant off what would cripple people other careers just be like yeah he's just not what he used to be yeah like tom brady lebron 
that's not normal. No. That's not normal what they're able to do. And I think expecting everyone, it's a very dangerous place that we're getting with just everything that's allowing athletes to play longer and be healthier. It's, you get worse. Father time, undefeated, except for against two people so far. Yep. Uh, you could, if you want to say Steph, not going to, not going to yell at you. Say Steph's Over better Tatum. than Jason Tatum right now. Yeah, that's uh, Luca also, if you want to say that. And if you want to say healthy Kawhi, I think it's e- it's easy to just forget Kawhi exists because he hasn't played in a year. But yeah. when Kawhi's right, we saw the last we saw him play last year in the playoffs. He absolutely took over. Fucking yeah, can absolutely control an entire series. Yeah, so that's true. And Don't I'm, forget how good Kawhi Leonard is. It's a little prisoner at the moment, but yeah. And I've like I said, eyes. we've seen four games and. He's incredible. If I see it and they go to the finals and he continues this level of play, yeah, he's top five. If, and they take out the, if he takes out the Bucks, man. Whew. Yeah. If he takes out the Bucks and then he plays the Heat and he has like a steady diet of P.J. Tucker, Jimmy Butler, fucking Bam Adebayo guarding him and he can still put up these type of numbers, then you got it. Crown dude. him. You got it, dude. Um, yeah. uh, here's the other this? thing about this. On the flip side of that, what we saw from the series is I think you cannot argue Giannis is the best player in the NBA. He has established himself. He no, has widened the gap. Yeah. No, no doubt. A lot of people were saying Kevin Durant, but That's, it was, was better, but I think Giannis we've has both just established himself. And he's, he's the guy. He's the best player in the league. No doubt. I think that's an absolute lock at this point. Uh, anything else on this series? Nope. Folks, Joel Embiid's hurt. Yep. And the Raptors have taken the last two games. It's now three to two. That game's over. Yeah, it's three to two, and we're going back to Toronto for Game Six. Oh, not so fast! The internet will fucking explode if James Harden and Doc Rivers blow this lead. The internet will collapse in on itself. It's on the table. They beat him by 15 points. Elon night. Musk, you're going to need to buy some more server space because we're going to be getting Twitter these fucking is takes off. Ablaze. It's going to be burning up. He's hurt. And no question. He's He shot seven, seven for 15 tonight, 0 for 4 from 3, had 20 and 11, turned it over four times. Uh, Harden was 4 for 11, had 15 points. Maybe the Raptors are showing up the Raptors. We thought the series we might get without Van Vliet. I thought they were totally fucked. Uh, and they probably, I would, I'd still pick the Sixers at this point to win the series. Yeah. It's unlikely, but they, it's impossible to beat a team four times in a row. If you're similar level of talent, not this team, not doc rivers, not James Harden. If they, I mean, again, the other thing I get, they would be the first team in the history of the NBA to blow a three Oh lead. It has never happened before in the NBA. Never happened in the NBA. That's true. So, just that alone, regardless of any type of situation, it's the star wildly got unlikely. The star got hurt. No, nah, but he's still playing. He's still like, playing. He's not out. Not himself. Clearly they, not they himself. They still have a Hall of Fame level player on their team. They still have a top 25 caliber player on their team. But he's an old and is a choke. Have you considered he that? Is and, uh, he's not really a guy that we're shows talking, up in the big moments. We're not talking about MVP Harden. No. And that Harden choked. 
No. Yeah, you're right. I'd no longer be stunned. Let's just say that. I think a 3-0 lead is just stunning regardless. Blowing a 3-0 lead is impossible. But now that we're 3-2, to two, wouldn't shock me. No, nah, I don't think so. I think they're going to go to Toronto and get their ass kicked, and it's going to be tight bum-bum times coming back to – they're going to be so tight. They're the. Ch- I think the op. I think the the Raptors are going to be so up and so hyped up. They're going to lose in six. They're going to lose in Toronto. No, no. I Sixers and six. Now they. <sighs> Sixers and six. Mm. Now they won't have. Dybul going back to Toronto can't play because of COVID. I don't know if Van Vliet can play. Get him back. The place will be jumping. He's done, dude. He's not playing. What happened? He, he, he had, ripped his shirt. He, he had a fucking... Uh, some of his hip. Yeah, he's, you could tell. He knew he's not playing. He's done. Probably done for the whole playoffs. So that's bad. Yeah. Um, if they go back to Philly 3-3, three to three, the pressure on them in that game would be a must-watch TV. They collapsed. They folded like a cheap 10 against Atlanta last year at home. It's in their DNA. High theater. This is why we watch, folks. It's in their DNA. This is why we watch. It's in Harden's. It's in Doc Rivers. I need it. I need a game seven. I don't care what happens, but I need a game seven. Uh, Me betting on the Raptors to win this series, what an all-time comeback that would be. What an all-time fucking... Literal all-time. Never happened. Yeah, from the jaws of defeat. Yeah. Um, your King Jokic pulled out a win. Little gentleman sweep. Little pride win. Uh, here's something I want to go over. Okay. I logged every oh. MVP's uh, results in the playoffs since oh. like 1999. You're coming to your King's defense. No, I'm not. I mean, he's it's... As bad as anyone else. I mean, no one's ever gotten swept in the first round, so he would have been the only MVP ever to get swept in the first round, but not many lose in five. Yet, but it's assumed that he will. Yeah, he's he's going to. Uh, so last year, he got swept in the second round, Jokic. Who'd they get beat, swept by? Phoenix. Okay. Uh, 20, Giannis lost 4-1 to one in the second round to Miami. 19, he lost in six in the Eastern Conference Finals to Toronto. 2018, Harden lost in seven in the West Finals to Golden State. 17, Westbrook lost four to one to Houston in the first round. There's another four to one, likely. 16, Steph lost in seven in the finals to Cleveland. The other thing about this is the MVP almost never wins the finals. It's pretty rare. Interesting. 15, Curry won the finals over Cleveland in six. 14, Durant lost in the West Finals in six to San Antonio. 13, LeBron won the finals in seven. 12, LeBron won the finals in five. 11, Rose lost one, four to one in East Finals. 2010, LeBron lost in six in the second round. LeBron lost in six in the East Finals the year before. Kobe lost in six in the finals. Dirk lost in six in the first round. Nash lost back-to-back years in the East in the West Finals. Garnett lost in the West Finals. Duncan won the finals and then lost in the finals the year before. Iverson lost in the finals. Shaq won the finals. So, so Shaq, Duncan, and LeBron are the only two, only three and to win it. Steph are the only players Steph. that won, won the it. finals as the MVP. Uh, LeBron did it twice. Did it twice. Duncan did it once, and Shaq did it once. So, uh, people lost the first round. Dirk lost in the first Russ. round. Russ lost Dirk in the first lost round. Dirk lost as a one seed in the first round, right? Lost to an eight, which is not a good look. But 
eventually won the finals, so kind of made up for Russ that. Russ lost four to one. Russ lost four to one. I thought for so, sure they got swept that year, but they didn't. Um, yeah, everyone else at least made it to the second round. I think most I of the time. Gonna, I thought you were going to come with some facts and back up your king. No, pretty bad. Uh, their team's terrible, though. Their team's bad. One of the worst teams for an MVP. Yeah. Uh, Maybe the lowest seed ever. I mean, they were the six. They were six. Russ was also six. He was the lowest before. Six yeah. was the lowest whenever he won. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, uh, I think we're done on the previous, the Philly series. You might be getting spicy. Sounds could lose. Panic meter, one to ten, right now. 6.9. For this series. Yeah, it's pretty high. 6.9. Sun's light. Sun's light. I tried to tell everyone. I love the Pelicans. A month before the season ended, I love the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. I did. I love this team. Kenny McCollum was great. Herb Jones, awesome defender. I mean, obviously they're not beating him if Booker doesn't get go down, but... Booker goes down, they lose pretty handily, but he did. Does it go down? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If Booker plays, the Suns certainly win fairly easily. He scored 31 in the first half. Tough yeah. cover. Um, Panic mode. I will say, I think maybe it'll continue because, you know, it's a streaky game. I think they had a lot of players in the last game play. A lot of their role players played the game of their fucking lives in that last game that New Orleans you just won. you saying Alvarado can't do this again? Alvarado played the game of his fucking life. Herb Jones, who I think is a sick player, uh, not so much the game of his life because he's just an incredible defender. I think he's going to win a defense player of the year at some point in his career. Yeah, very well could. Um, who else? Uh, Ingram's out of his mind. He's not playing the game of his life. He's just a really good player. Valanchunas probably had the best game he'll have this series, if I had to guess. On top of that, all of Phoenix's guys that aren't Chris Paul and DeAndre Aiden played terrible in that game how did Aiden play last night did he play he had, he had an awesome he was the leading score he the game before he was really good yeah, the last he game awesome he wasn't game. as good but he was still like still let him close score. to 30 and 15 chris paul was actually pretty bad also so yeah. chris paul was bad last game i don't foresee the shooting to be as bad for phoenix counterpoint cam johnson and michael bridges seem to have just completely forgotten how to shoot Jay crowder's a bad shooter though he's better than this also, he's like very hesitant shooting the ball, which is weird because usually he's like, oh, he'll let that thing he's like, sing. I'll shoot this thing ten times, oh, and go yeah. two for ten. I don't give a fuck. Nope. He was taking, passing up some open shots, which is a yeah. Cam strange. Johnson's missing a lot of shots. Bridges missing a lot of shots. To make or miss league. Willie Green's a really good coach too. Oh, he's yeah. and giving him that, a lot of different looks from that staff, as familiar with the team as anyone. That that helps New Orleans cause. Yeah, I think they're making it extremely difficult on Chris Paul. Alvarado, for the talent that he lacks, is a pest, is an agitator. Seeing someone irritate Chris Paul oh, is... Oh, it's the best. It's just chef's kiss. Herb Jones, too. Oh, he, yeah, he it's den- great. denied letting him help oh, him yeah. up. It's, he deserves it. He's a little shit. Oh, man. Irritant ranks in the playoffs. Patrick Beverly, he's still number one? Yeah. Yeah. Chris Paul, Alvarado... Alvarado number two, just Marcus for the Smart's got to be in there. Disparity, I'll give it to Alvarado because that's like his biggest trait, like his best sure ability. Marcus Respe- Smart, respectfully, in there. Jose, respectfully. Mm-hmm. But you would agree that's mm-hmm. what you're out there doing. Um, yeah, and then probably Smart, and then 
Yeah, Paul. Bunch of shitheads. Let's see. Let's see if I can find a brand. So what other teams got some good some good irritants? Uh, no, that's not what I want. Is Moritz Fucker. Wagner in the playoffs? No, he uh, does tends to make everyone want to fight him. For he's whatever a little reason. shithead. I don't know. Oh, what like he says. PJ Tucker or Butler or someone from yeah, the, they Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry asshole. for sure. Yeah. Um. Uh, no, no one really on the on Nets the, really. No one on the Hawks that I can think of. Dylan Brooks. Yeah, absolutely. he's a shithead. People people mm-hmm. hate him. Good one. Beverly, like we said. Um, no the jazz, really. Grayson Allen, maybe. Although he doesn't really, he's, he's kind of more of a sh- scumbag. He doesn't really like talk shit or like, yeah, get people to want to fight him. Really, is he a scumbag anymore? Yeah, Caruso play this year was oh, pretty yeah. bad. Ooh, yeah, that's pretty. That, bad. Was, that was bad. Yeah, forgot about that. Um, yeah, he's a scumbag. Denver, Denver, uh, Compazzo. He doesn't really play anymore because no, he stinks. He's but he's really bad. Firmly in that, like he gets in a fucking shouting match every game. Oh, Draymond. Oh yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, he's he's probably top five. Yeah, he's probably top one. He's yeah, up he's, there. He's a little. He's a little asshole. He's up there. Uh, Trey Young, honestly, yeah, he's not in the way him. that he guards you, but in terms he's of just a little brat fuck yeah, that you want to. He is a brat. That's you want to fucking choke the life yeah, out of him. He's really, really talented. You too. little it's a dweeb. Real pain. Um. Yeah, that's probably about it. Maybe. All right, guys. That. Uh, Caruso, not so much you hate him, but it's just like, God damn, stop guarding me so yeah, well. I really, really at this. wish it's, you would just give me a little bit of space. Um, next round, we're looking at Celtics Bucks. Assuming yeah. the Bucks can close it out. The Bulls are dead. No, I know. I'm just trying to get the bracket right. Yep. And then we're and then we're on winner of Toronto Philly against the Heat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh not that interested in in the Heat series. I think they they're going to win that pretty easily, especially given the injuries on both of those teams. Yep. Um, in the West, Memphis Minnesota's bat. We thought Minnesota was kind of dead, but two to two. Memphis Minnesota is fully a series again. Got a it's, series. Pelicans Suns two to two. Firmly a series. Um, Dallas Utah's they're playing right now. Dallas Dallas is, is kicking the shit out beating of them. the shit out of them. So. so it's it's Warriors against. Well, assuming that they can close that out against. The winner, Memphis, probably. Memphis, uh, that. I'm trying to get the yeah. teams right. Memphis, Minnesota. And then Dallas, Utah against Dude, Phoenix or New the Orleans. The Pelicans have a path to the West Finals. Yeah, they could absolutely beat Dallas or Utah. Yeah. They could absolutely I told you that before. If they were, were able to get, they, I would take them over both of those teams easily. Luka's a problem. That's a, healthy something Luka, we'll have to deal with. Healthy Luka is something we'll have to deal with. Is tough. It is. Oh. Having the best player in the series helps. It does. That's that is a challenge for sure. But Brunson's, I think they're he's a playing out of team. his goddamn mind. I think they're a better team. Uh, yeah, they need Ingram <laughs> to keep playing this level. Ingram's playing unreal. I don't think it's out of the question that we see Zion. I don't. Yeah. Th- I don't. He'll be inter- Man, it is a guy that scores thirty, and like obviously, it's good to add that guy to your team. But the whole chemistry and the way the offense works changes when you have Zion. Like Here's you have to completely figure out a way to reconfigure him. I don't think he do. I think he can play. So right now they're starting Valanciunas. They're starting the McCollum, Herb Jones, Herb Jones, Brandon Ingram, and they're starting Jackson Hayes. Yeah, like that's terrible Zion. I get that, but like Jackson Hayes is, he's, you're drawing up zero touches. A I don't game think you for have Jackson to draw Hayes. up any. I think you could just even you could bring him off the bench. And my to, thing is. 
knowing what I know about Zion, if Zion's not getting the ball in offense, he's not going to fucking try. Well, then you can't play. Then you're not going to dress. You, I mean, you have to. It's the fucking playoffs. If you can. And that's, how that's if, not even like. It's just how. It's just. He just. If he's going, he's giving you all the effort he can. If he's not really going, he's just kind of fucking walking through the motions. Well, we got to decide who's showing up because you're not dressing if you can't. Like, if you want to dress and play the four and offensive board and play through the high post and, like, get these guys shots, and then it's a slam. I mean, it's. But if you're just going to. Be oh, a, that'd be fucking electric. If you're going to be a baby bitch and want touches and look around, we got a fucking shot. Yeah. yeah. Like, what kind of player are you? What are we doing? Yeah. Like, you're an incredible talent. Adding him to... Here's the other thing with the Zion. We're not totally sure that we can't put a lot of this blame on Stan Van Gundy being a terrible fucking coach. We don't know. Yeah. Yes. Willie Green... I think, without a doubt, very good coach. I agree. We could be talking two years from now, him in the conversation, top five, top. I mean, like, he the, could easily win coach of the year next season. 100%. This team has a vibes of like a Memphis team where it's like, look how easily we can win all these games. We're just going to win them all. Mm-hmm. Like, where they do add Zion back and they're just like, uh, we're the one seed because we just run ourselves in the ground every night winning all these games. I could see that for sure, too. They have a shot. They have a shot. Yeah. I don't know if they can they, beat Golden State on the other side. That would be a real challenge. But if Zion, like, I'm not even a Zion guy, but just what he can, just athleticism alone. The dude's 28 and 10. That's he wouldn't good. put those numbers up on but this team, but he's that. 28 and 10 caliber. He's done it as he's, a second year player. He's an all star. He is. Maybe this will make you upset unquestionably the most talented player on this team. Brandon Ingram's good. Zion does shit if you cannot fucking teach. I would be really, really disappointed if he dressed and, like, sulked around because he wasn't, like, the Yeah, focal. and I don't think he will. I don't think he would. What he could bring defensively with his athleticism, I think that I think he's... I think Even and also the thing to consider is like a regular season. Bad. Like there's just inherent juice to you playing when it's the playoffs. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that'll just get you up alone. Whereas yeah. game forty-seven when we're in goddamn Minnesota, yeah, you go through the motions. Just be baby. like, eh, fuck that. I don't yeah. fucking care. Especially um, when they're terrible. Yeah. So um, you could even bring him off the bench for fifteen minutes if he's not conditioned. If he, I mean, he still looks a little heavy to me. Uh, still windmill between the legs. Dunking and also before the game. If I have to hear Reggie Miller say one more time, if you can do that, you can give me fifteen minutes. Reggie, the point is he's twenty one years old and they don't want him to break his fucking foot and never be able to play again. He's not not playing because he's unathletic. It's a real mystery. He's not playing because what. they think he will re break his foot and will never be able to play again and will be a complete waste of an asset. The reason he's not playing is because they think he will re injure his foot, because he's a giant man with tiny little feet that they think will break under the sheer force that he exerts upon them. So Reggie Miller, shut the fuck about you could play yes, he obviously could play. Would it be smart, given the medical information they have for him to play, is a different question. Obviously I would take he a chance. Could play. Here's the thing. As an eight seed, you play him. He does hurt his foot. He's never the same again. You lose this series, then where are we? I think they're pretty good with. I mean, they're good without him. Like they've. 
not worth it would the be risk nice for me if you're an, if if they were a if they had home court advantage in these playoffs if they were not an eight seed in the playoffs I would agree but as an eight seed even with it, it they're um I'm they're not beating something. they're not beating a full strength Golden State no chance no chance I disagree they have no chance no chance you said no chance they could beat the Suns without Booker I said they had no chance no but. Shit happens, you know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> like to you gotta go. You like you have to go for it. Like when obviously this is a bad example because he ended up winning. But like the Nationals not pitching Strasburg when they could have. You got you have a chance here. I really do think there's a non-zero chance that they could be in the finals. And I think it's pretty close to zero though. With Zion, like a bought in. 20 minutes, and I think they have a chance. But if he does get re-hurt and he breaks his foot, like, you, he's that type of player. Like, you cannot, you have to have, in your mind, a 0%, like, he has to be... I don't think it has to be 0%. that he's good he's to He's not going to play in this series. They have three games left. If they can beat the Suns without Booker, if they can win two of these games, I think they can beat either of these teams without him. If they're in the West Finals against Golden State, I roll the dice. Oh yeah, if they get to the West Finals, I would agree. Because at that point, you're like, well, what's the difference? Like two weeks? Like I don't. I guess because you got to win two more series. You got to beat the reigning Western Conference champions and then win another series with a team that's never been in the playoffs before. That's just a lot of things to expect to happen. Once you're already there, once you've already done all the work, then yeah, we're four games away. But as of now, they are. They they are. They are six wins away. Which I would play them next series. Here's the whole thing. It's like if they think he's good, like play him tomorrow. But if you don't think he's good, then I don't know. Like if you think he's ready and you like would, legitimately think the doctors would, are like he's good, play him now. I don't. I would I don't care love to be a fly on the wall in those conversations. It's impossible. It's I don't. We don't. We've never really so had much, a discussion like this. There's never been like a situation quite like this in the playoffs, really, that I know of. It could be for so long, historical stuff, but rarely. And especially a guy like this, who's who's like a once in a generation Rarely number one you overall see a pick player. Guy. Like, no, I'm good. Yeah, that's the other thing. He's like, yeah, I'm no, good. No, I, I want to play. play. Yeah. Allegedly, that's what people are. That's the report. He wouldn't be. He wouldn't be being very obviously videographed of him doing 360 between the leg dunks. That's that's to me like, look at this. I'm good. Everyone talk about how good I am. Maybe they'll understand. I would play him right now. I think the second round matchup is even a bigger reason to play him because this is the hurdle. Winning playoff series is hard. That's true. New Orleans, none of these guys have ever been to the playoffs before. Valanchunas, that's it, pretty much. McCall, I McCall, guess McCollum. McCollum with the last finals. Everyone else on your team, never been to the playoffs before. That's fine. It's tough. You don't usually see teams with a bunch of guys that have never been in the playoffs go deep in the playoffs. Usually, I think that almost never I think happens. Fifteen to twenty minutes of Zion against the Warriors, they have a chance. They don't have home court, not great. They don't have the experience that they have, not great. Um, I don't. I wouldn't pick them to win the series, but I think they could win. Ten percent chance. Sure, ten percent chance. Not high, but I would roll the dice and play him. For a 10% chance? Yes. I think it if goes I, up if he plays, too. Because if you look on look on the other side, too, 
whoever he's the other thing. Middleton's hurt. He hasn't even played five on five yet. So he's going to be. I, out I of, don't know where he's. Yeah, he's going to be out of shape. I don't know where he's at. That's the other thing. It's like he's going to play fifteen minutes, and he's going to be like playing himself into shape for those fifteen minutes. On top of that, if you can uh, many hurdles in the West, and it's not guaranteed that Golden State comes out. That that's who's waiting for you. A lot of shit happens. No, it's not guaranteed. And even but if, it does if happen, things go according to how we think they're going to go, it will be. Look then. on the other side. Toronto's injured. They probably wouldn't make it there anyways. Philly's injured. The Bucks are injured. Got a lot of who knows what could happen on the East. I, I really don't couldn't tell you who my favorite would be to come out of that. Maybe the Heat at this point. Like everyone's still sleeping on them. Yeah, no, they look good. Um the star power, the the late game shot creation is what worries yeah. me, but they got guys that are, you know, pretty good at that. They got three or four guys that Lowry's banged up for them too. Don't hate, yeah. Lowry's hurt. Another injury. Um, yeah, uh, again, I think they would be the only eight seed that's ever won the NBA Finals, which is just another thing that's just – and I obviously don't like base history like we're here now, but just as a as a trend, it's just not a thing that happens very well, no often. No one's ever come back from a 3-0 deficit, and that's just a lock. So that's going to happen. Let's do a bunch of stuff. Yeah, first 3-0, first eight – yeah. Pelicans are winning the Finals. Um, they're not, but – They're not. Oh, no, I, I agree they're not, but what I am saying is I think that the – Door is cracked open enough to roll the dice on the risk of Zion. Sure. Whatever that is. Sure. And even if you don't get there, that experience is huge. You said none of them have been there. To get to a West Finals, that'd be huge. That'd be something massive to build on for the next season. Bring that same group back, add a shooter. Add, you know, I think it would be worth doing. I really think they're live to win this, this series with the Suns. Yeah, Suns are eating in, some spicy in trouble. Bad food if if that happens. In trouble. Couldn't have to a nicer guy, Chris Paul. Yeah. Oh, Didn't, Twitter. Oh. To lose to an 8. Oh. Insufferable. Ryan Rosillo's not going to watch the rest of the playoffs. He's going to be no. sad. No. There is a Chris Paul hive of 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 lovers. Point God hive. Chris Paul's really good. No, he's incredible. One of the best point guards of all time. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. No. Yeah, we've been talking for like two hours. It's been fun, though. Yeah. Enjoy the NFL draft. We'll, whenever those players are picked, probably we'll after the it. first round, we'll talk about it. And we'll have some more basketball to talk about. So stick around for that. Enjoy the draft on Thursday. We'll probably be back either Friday or Saturday, something like that. Something like that. Talk about the draft. Talk about NBA. Thanks for listening to this very long podcast. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. This time I'm walking to New Orleans I'm walking to New Orleans I'm gonna need to parachute When I get through walking these blues When I get back to New Orleans I've got my suitcase in my hand Yes, I'm going back home to stay. Yes, I'm walking to New Orleans. You used to be my honey. Till you spent all my money. No use for you to cry. I 
see you by and by Cause I'm walking to New Orleans I've got no time for talking I've got to keep on walking New Orleans is my home That's the reason why I'm gone Yes, I'm walking to New Orleans 